Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. And tonight we have Downpour. So, Downpour is a creepypasta on creepypasta.wiki or creepypasta wikia. What is it? Uh, hang on. Creepypasta.fandom.com slash wiki slash downpour. <laughs> And it is by Imperial Invective, which I think we've done some stories by them in the past. And uh, yeah, um, let's before we get too far ahead of ourselves, let's uh, do our recommendations. So I will partially recommend the story. I will also partially recommend the story. I will not partially recommend this story because I will not recommend. Okay. Uh, then I suppose we shall move on to the rundown of the story and we'll then find out why we did those recommendations. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Nair is a foreign doctor working with a nonprofit organization in Nicaragua in the city of Esteli. Uh, one day he gets an old man from a community out in the mountains beyond the city who seems to be troubled, though he isn't really willing to open up about the problem. and. That seems to be that. He leaves. Um, Then a week later, one of the old man's friends comes to the clinic and asks Nair to go to the old man. And it's here that Nair learns that the old man has been having dreams of a creature stalking through the woods in the rain closer and closer to the old man's house, which is a farm up on the mountain where he cares for his crops during the winter seasons. Nair chalks it up to just dreams Perhaps the old man should seek some therapy, but otherwise returns to the clinic. And then a few days more go by until Nair discovers, thanks to the incompetence of a nurse, that the old man tried to contact them, screaming about a creature coming for him. Um, The message had been sent days ago. Whoops. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Nair rushes up to the mountain community and the old man's farm to discover signs that there had been some kind of a scuffle in the shack the old man had as a home, and it looked as though he had been dragged out brutally from his home by force. Um, You don't know his name's Force. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's a really quick hostility. I'm I'm just, I'm done. I'm done with your shit today, gamer. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. It's fine. I'm really sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry. <laughs> anyway. Um, Cheech and Chong reference. Thank you. Uh, as Nair investigates, a torrential downpour occurs while he's at the house, trapping him on the mountain. Uh, as Nair tries to wade out the rain, he spots the creature, a Bigfoot-like beast, watching him through the tree cover. Sorry, watching him through the tree cover before vanishing and impossibly traveling to the back of the shack, seeking another way into the building. Uh, Nair manages to keep the man-beast out and 
it seems to leave as the rain lessens. Uh, it's at this point that Nair flees with abandon down the mountain, hoping to never go near those mountains again. However, he is now having dreams of the creature who is tracking him to Esteli, and he fears as the next rain approaches and he he's writing this all down for someone to read themselves that he will be taken next like the old man. Finn. So, I suppose we shall move on to Everyone Tolerates the Grand Inquisitions! At this point, uh, I've got a couple of them. So, I'm going to start with this one here. The rain lasted longer than he had hoped, and he found himself sitting under his roof watching the sun sink behind the mountains. So, I think it should be uh, the rain lasted longer than he had hoped. Uh-huh. Also, is it really his roof? <laughs> I mean, like him sitting under his roof watching the sun sink behind the mountains. It's technically the old man's roof. He's currently occupying that roof, though. Like this is a very Nick philosophical Nick? question, really. It's like who owns the house if no one, if the other, if the owner isn't there and somebody else is squatting in it mm-hmm. for a time. Well, the owner technically, <laughs> technically, but like philosophically, what makes a man? Is it the power in his hand? Is it his quest for glory? Sorry, I don't know why. I just like I just came flooding out of my head. That's fine. Uh, anyway, I'll move on to the actual next. Grammar Inquisition. Mm-hmm. Um, the most disturbing thing in that room was the machete that I almost said machete. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh, I'm on a good roll today. Uh, in that room was the machete that was buried into wooden wall. So I think it should be into a wooden wall. Like, like not into wooden wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, into wooden wall. <laughs> Uh man, I I'm I kind of miss the caveman speech of Baraska. I do. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, I killed time by toying with the machete. So, I kind of want this to have again in it. So, like, I killed time again by. Uh, I killed time again, or I again killed time by toying with the machete because earlier um he was killing time while uh just waiting out the rain and and before he got the machete and he says the basically he says this exact same line basically like i killed time while waiting for the rain um by looking around like that's that's what he said earlier and i was like it kind of felt a this might be a nitpick but it kind of felt a little repetitive reading it again like we're reading that like the first part of that line again because, yeah, he was waiting around, yeah. It's not the exact yeah. same wording of killed time yeah. before, but yes, I I agree with you. Yeah, like, just the, to add the again would would fix it, I think, for me. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Unless this... Well, unless he had to say it this time because he was literally destroying all the clocks with the machete. I mean, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah he could be a time killer. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Time Cop has to come in and, and solve the mystery <laughs> of the time killer. <laughs> Freaking Time Cop. Time. And then we get time splitters show up for reasons. Why not? Weren't they going to do another time splitters? They were. Yeah. 
Oh. And then I'm they like didn't. past tense. <laughs> yeah. It, it's unfortunate. I think it's one of those vaporware sort of uh, situations where it's just like it, it was in development hell for so long that it's no longer like the company no longer exists. Yeah. Or they've given up on the project. Like the new Perfect Dark game. Uh, really? Yeah. Is it not? Basically, oh. COVID happened and then their company got screwed through all that. And yeah, I don't think it's happening. That's sad. Also, not the story. So we I should know. move on. Let's that move on from the sad sadness. The rest of this now, though. Oh, so, so the next one here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, hang on, I gotta look it up. I'm so distraught. <laughs> Fine. Um, I, I wouldn't have any problem sleeping in the hammock, but I prefer my bed to a hammock, and my room took present preference over a cabin in which an old man was drug out by force. <laughs> get together, gamer. Get together, gamer. Get together, cultist. We'll be, we'll be fine. Come on. We can. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. All right. So the the issue here is drug. <laughs> uh, the old oh. man was drug out by force. I think it should. I'm pretty sure it should say dragged out by force. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I don't think drug is a past tense for drag. I'm pretty no. sure it's just for pharmaceuticals. You are probably right. I, I could look it up. <laughs> I was just about to say the same thing. Uh, I have the power to look that up, but I will not. <laughs> yeah, no, past tense for drag. Oh, hang on. Dragged or drug, which is correct. Grammarly blog. Let's take a look at this Grammarly blog. <laughs> Doing this live on recording. <laughs> Uh, cor- <laughs> According to the Grammarly.com blog, the recognized and correct past per- correct correct. <laughs> That's my favorite the rec- war from the correct. It's a really good yeah. Word. Get correct. The recognized. Sorry. <laughs> the the recognized and correct past tense form of the verb drag is dragged. Drug mm-hmm. can still sometimes be heard but only in certain dialects within the United States. So it's the way the character talks. Yeah. Or writes in this, in this tense too. Yeah. But you technically write the way you talk. So we're both true. Yeah. Yeah. I could take both of you to prom. (laughs) Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on. You're referencing, but okay. It's it's like a common thing where like when there's like two people like arguing and stuff and then like the middle person is like I I'll take both of you to prom because it's like it's it's I think it's from like a from a, from an old movie or something. Anyway, it it doesn't matter. <laughs> we are really man, I'm surprised the ta- I can I can hear the tangent police sirens in the background like in the distance. Yeah. Where would the tangent police sirens go? Be like get on Get on with it. <laughs> get on with it. Get on. Yeah. Sounds like Mickey Mouse saying so it. So it's just Mickey Mouse saying, like, get on. <laughs> yeah. They're owned by oh, Disney. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everything is owned by Disney. Like, don't you know this? Yep. Clearly. Uh, moving on. <laughs> um. I got out of the hammock for the fifth time to look out at the rain and see if my streak of bad luck would end anytime soon. Uh, so I think 
I'm like, I reread that. I was like, I didn't see it. I didn't actually hear anything wrong with that. Hang on. I got out of the hammock for the fifth time to look out at the rain and see if, okay. So I, th- I think what my, my note here is, um, uh, look out at the rain to see if my streak of bad luck would end anytime soon. However, rereading it, I think, and is still valid there. Yeah, I I think you could probably go with either or like you could take it or leave it. Mm-hmm. Just when you read it, you thought it was two. But when you say it out loud. Yeah, it kind of works. Yeah, it does work mm-hmm. either way. I agree. OK, and then my next one here. I thought that seeing it was bad enough, but when it was gone, I couldn't help comma. But imagine breathing it. Uh, imagine it breathing down my neck. So I think the comma between help and but doesn't need to be there because it breaks it up in an awkward way. <laughs> like it really does. Like it, it really just needs to be. I couldn't help but imagine it breathing down my neck. It doesn't need a comma there to stop you from like I couldn't help but imagine. <laughs> like but, but and it's like I couldn't help and then it's like looking to the to the reader. But imagine it breathing down my neck. <laughs> like that's almost what it like sounds like, and that's wrong. Yeah, it's almost like he's saying, like, the reason I couldn't help was because he was paralyzed in fear because it was literally breathing down his neck. Yeah, but it's, I think it's supposed to be him imagining it breathing down his neck. So, like, yes, it should be like, I couldn't help but imagine that. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. All right. And then the next one here. Um, I scanned the shadows in the downpour, but could find shadowy figure watching out. <laughs> Hang on but could find shadowy figure watching me. I'm pretty sure it should be, but couldn't find the shadowy figure watching me. Yeah. Because, like, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> or could find no shadowy figure. Yeah, that would also work, too. Yeah. Or could not find the shadowy figure. Yeah. Or it could even be, but could find no shadowy figures watching me. Yes. Anything negatory, because that's what's supposed to be. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> basically, yeah, yeah. He he. They they just missed the the negatory there. Mm-hmm. But uh, on to the next one. The sound of a stick breaking behind me alerted me to its position. I feel like there should be so this story like like this this sentence actually. Hang on, I'm gonna quickly pull it up from the to have the uh, sign here. Hang on. Um. Yeah. So it's like. Uh, so the, the 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 sentence before this was, I knew it was still nearby and it was very focused on me, but I couldn't pinpoint its exact location. Then the next sentence is, the sound of a stick breaking behind me alerted me to its position. So I feel like, like when I was reading it, it kind of felt like that happened too fast or like there need, there need to be some kind of a, a segue word at the beginning of it to kind of like denote that like like something suddenly happened. So that's why I'm suggesting putting suddenly at the beginning of of the sound of of a stick breaking behind me alerted me of its position. Like suddenly the sound of a of a stick. Blah 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 blah. I was going to interject and say that it's supposed to be quick because it's moving superhumanly fast. However you are yeah, yeah. right because starting yeah. with suddenly would emphasize that. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it is supposed to be quick, but like it read, it kind of felt. I don't know if this is like the proper way to say call this out, but it's like it kind of the the set the wording felt a little janky without some kind of like 
transition between the two sentences. Yeah. Um, and then the last one I have, um, it wouldn't stop until it found me and did to the old man what it did to the viejo. Um, I think it should read like this, like, um, it wouldn't stop until it found me and did to, and did to me what it did to the, to the viejo. Cause viejo and old man are the same thing. Yeah. All like, of a sudden <laughs> I'm like, was there two attacks? Did that well, yeah, that's what, yeah. Yeah. So like, I was like, I think, I think this is just like a, a like a, a simple mistake or just a flub in like the writing. Like he just like they, the person wrote too fast and accidentally added an extra bit. Mm-hmm. So I think it just needs to be cut down to like, just like, uh, it found found me and did to me what it did to the viejo or did to the old man. It doesn't even it can they they're interchangeable. Yes. Yep. Um. But that is the end of my grammar inquisition. So, Mikey, the stands for evil. I shall hand you the torch and pitchfork. Uh, well, I'm going to continue where you just said because uh... hence why I'm passing you the torch and pitchfork. <laughs> take him. Hey, take him. Yep. Yep. Come on. <laughs> Just cram uh, them through the internet. <laughs> Just pull them out of your headset. Uh, when I read that sentence, I was so confused. I was like, it isn't the old man the viejo. The viejo or is this a new character that we're just learning about no. and I had, I had to reread the viejo as someone completely different. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was not happy with that. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's meant to be like ellipsed out between the two, so it's like what it did to the old man. And then it's just like him, like thinking about it again, like what it did to the old man, like thinking it again and again, like him traumatized. Yeah, it. yeah, maybe. And I would add like a little bit to uh, the um, uh, the immersion of this story because it is. Kind of, I give the story this much credit; it does have like kind of an immersion level by like being like a written letter, like this. Like it, again, I I always go back to Dagon, but like it kind of reminds me of Dagon, where like the character is writing what happened to them mm-hmm. as they are about to die. Like, so that somebody might read what happened to them. Yeah. <laughs> but continue, Mikey. All right. Uh, so my first grammar inquisition here is his friend left me with him to talk and find out what was happening. So I put a comma in there. So his friend left me with him. To talk and find out what was happening. Okay. That seems a little short to me, to be honest. Like, both sides are a little short, in my opinion. Mm hmm. But that's me. <clears throat> that's you, that is. And my next one is also a comma issue. So, not knowing where it was now was more, 100 times worse. So I put a comma after now. So not knowing where it was now was 100 times worse. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I don't. I don't know if I agree again. I don't. I don't. I don't hate. I don't. Yeah. Like it's I, I could I could take it or leave it, honestly, like that comma. Yeah, I think I think I'm on. I'd be on gamer's side with that. It's like I could either like it doesn't need to be there, but it doesn't. It's not unwelcome. <laughs> yeah. Well, my my issue is just needing to break those wuzzes up a bit more. Mm, okay. So maybe. Yeah. 
Also, I hope I didn't like talk over you, gamer. That's fine. <laughs> okay. And then I have the return of the Conjunction Junction. <gasps> All right. And insert Conjunction Junction bit here. Was in one of these cases during early May that I first met the old man. It was there that he became aware that he wasn't alone. It twitched spasmodically on the wet ground in death throes. It was something that was hunting in the forest. It was something brought about after a night of binge drinking or horror movies. It was, of course, from the old man. It went, I dreamt again last night. Oh, Christ, blood. I looked through that thing's eyes again. That creature is out there in the woods. I saw what it saw. Jesus Christo, I saw my cabin. It was so close. It's coming for me. It's hunting me. I don't know what to do. For God's sake, help me. It was common for people to leave their doors open in the campo. It took three pulls to remove it from the wall. It had bit deep, and whoever had swung it was definitely panicked about something. It was in the doorway that I found something that made me want to run, screaming into the night. It was one of the types specifically designed for cutting firewood, but the curved top had snapped, and it seemed more like a long, yeah, a foot-long knife. It only got worse. It didn't move, but it didn't mix in with the uniformity of the trees. It was tall. It had to have been eight feet tall. Its arms sank down to its knees, and it was completely covered in matted hair. Its teeth were bared in something that looked to be between a grimace of pain and the knife-slice smile of a sadistic man. It was behind the house now. It had stood stone still for minutes. And then, in the blink of an eye, it was behind the house. It was searching for other entrances. It was circling around to the front. It was not the sturdiest of barricades. It grabbed a tree, and I saw its hairy fingers wrap completely around the tree trunk. It scaled the tree with ease. It crested the tree and looked out over its domain. It was heading towards me. It was stalking him in his dreams. 
It was now stalking me. It would find me eventually. It only moved in the rain. It wouldn't stop until it found me and did to the old man what it did to the vehicle. It's because I know that the next rain, it will draw closer and closer to me. And today, it looks like the heaviest rain yet. Finn. Wow. <laughs> that was surprisingly comprehensive of like the story's rundown. <laughs> um also I gotta say so like I'm kind of conflicted with the it's because a lot of the time in the that you what you were saying, they were referring the it was being referred to as like the creature. Mm-hmm. Not all the time. And like those ones should be fixed or like it should be like kind of corrected. But like it seemed like it's like the same kind of situation of like like he went to do something or she went to do something. It was like, and because it is also a pronoun. So it's like, it went to do this thing. Mm-hmm. So it, it's sort of like, I'm kind of on the fence of like, as if not the, those are acceptable for an it story because they are technically, um, at like they're, they're technically adequate. Cause it's using it <laughs> for... to describe this thing that he doesn't know what it is yet. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but he could have said the creature or the the shadow monster, yeah. the hairy. Thing. He could have used that a little bit more. Yeah, he could have used like the creature or like the beast or something a little bit more in mm-hmm. in the ba- in the. But like, not you don't you wouldn't have to like do it all the time because mm-hmm. otherwise you get into the problem. It's like C spot run, C spot get the ball, like that kind of thing. Like you just keep repeating the same like name. You have to keep using either a different word, and then that might get confusing, or if you use the same kind of like terminology or term for the creature, like the creature or the beast, it again, you like, see the beast, see the beast suddenly become uh, go behind the, behind the building <laughs> in a blink of an eye. Also, I let, I love that. Like the way you read it, like the, it's like, it was suddenly behind the house. I was like, shit, that was fast. But also it, it was uh very, uh, very, um, uh, like, you 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 didn't it didn't fuck you didn't fuck around even with your it story of like yeah no there, there was a couple other sentences in there that explain how it got like how how impossibly it moved around the house but you're just like no getting back to brass tacks with the it story on that mm-hmm. <laughs> like also another way to get around the it's you can still use the it's to describe the creature just don't start the sentence with it like instead of, yeah instead true. of saying it was suddenly behind the house you say suddenly it was behind the house. Yeah, use those kind of terms. Yeah. Also, okay, fair enough. With the lack of context, the entire start of that sounded a little different to the actual story we got because it sounded like the old man got drunk. Things happened. He got pregnant somehow. And then <laughs> he killed the abomination that he birthed, but it wouldn't die. And it's now stalking him. As it oh, said, like, God. It that's in the forest in its death throes. It. Came, it belonged to him or it came from him or something like that was one of the next lines gamer i think you literally <laughs> just described the the basic plot of, a, of an 80s horror movie i did i really did isn't it called it bleeds uh or it lives hang on i'm gonna i'm gonna quickly look this up because like i'm pretty sure that's a movie like sure about like is. a baby about a baby that like an abominated uh, like an abominable baby like that kills people uh what the hell was it called i think it's called it lives film hang on let's, let's... Yeah, yeah, it's. I think it's called "It Lives," and it's about like a or it lives again is what it was called. It was a 1978 horror movie 
Um, wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but you basically describe like there's a couple of like move, horror movies from like the 70s and 80s that are kind of like that, where it's like a uh, an abomination thing. Also, I remember here. This is sort of about off topic, but I remember hearing from like Adam Scott Glancy, the one of the guys who wrote like for Delta Green. He was at a like some kind of like uh like some kind of weird museum that had like old records and stuff like that of like a local like a farmer like a like a a, a county doctor from like the turn of the century or like the the like early nine like early to that like early uh like nineteen nineteen hundreds and he remembers looking at one of the records and it was like born da 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 died that like literally like six minutes later yeah and then cause of death abomination what the fuck <laughs> and, and he remembers all and, and that stuck with him like as he tells these the story like over and over again because it's like like uh, maybe it was like uh, clearly it was like maybe like the, the the baby like died six like because like it, it was malformed and stuff like that so like that's and that's what that was the term they used back then was abomination but like he just kept thinking about like this doctor having to put down this monstrosity that come, came out of some woman yeah <laughs> like in, in the 19, in, in the 1900s hmm? yeah or in this case yes in this case yeah. it would have been a man yes thanks for tying it back to the story yeah. <laughs> the tangent but yeah don't attack me <laughs> yeah yeah now they're just after me it's like yeah but um uh, yeah and and the reason we we do these or the reason why mikey does this gamer Oh yeah, he he does this to highlight all the sentences in the story that start with its ands or buts because there's always better words to use. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there's also like really funny little like things that you do when you do it out of context. Mm-hmm. Which is how this all became a thing in the first place because it came out yep. with full force. It was a squirrel. <laughs> yep, that's how we got the its. That was that was the the, the beginning of the its stories yes. for us. So. For any of you who are listening, who are like, why do they do this? <laughs> Because you haven't listened back to any of our older or older stuff. <laughs> That's true. We like never reference the origin of it. It's like when we talk about yeah. the SNTF, we assume everyone knows what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure we have fans that do, but like you gotta sometimes think it's like this might be the first episode that somebody listens to. <laughs> well, of course. Or like yeah. if like if we created the SNTF, which is a supernatural task force, and then we just call SNTF from that day forward. And someone misses that one episode, they'll be like, "What the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is the SNTS?" Yeah. So we do have to Fair remember to give context. We don't want our own jokes and stuff to become its stories themselves, basically. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, I suppose we'll move on to the grammar in yellow. Yes, I played yeah. the message for her, and she blanched. Yeah. What is blanching? Like she scalded like, vegetables bleh. in boiled water or steamed them for a short time because that's what blanching is. No, I've I I've heard the term like when you're like like oh oh shit oh fuck. like because like it's all like I got was cooking. Vegetables all right, hang on. Blanched. <laughs> I assumed it was some sort of gag reflex based on context. Yeah. But... Yeah. To yeah, blanched uh, an idiom. <laughs> it, it, it is to bulk. Or hesitate when faced with something unpleasant. How are you this, this phrase can also. Uh, I literally Googled blanched slang. Pardon, <laughs> slang. Uh, the phrase comes. Uh, the, this phrase can also include or describe one's visible paleness as to blanch. Something means to whiten it. Uh, 
all uh, all of my friends ran into the creepy haunted house, but I blanched at the sight of it. So okay, well now I know that if I do a Google mm-hmm. search and nothing shows up, put slang in and see if that works. Yeah. I learned a thing. You did. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this next one. During the winter, some mm-hmm. farmers live up in the mountains so they can be close to their crops and protect them. The old man had a shack up in, up in the mountains. To me, this is kind of like repeating itself. Yeah. So it'd, be, it'd flow kind of better if it was during the winter, some farmers live up in the mountains so they can be close to their crops and protect them. The old man was no different. Like saying he has that too, but you don't need to actually say the same words. Yeah, that's true. Because like generally, if you have a farm... Up in the mountains, it assume you you can't assume safely without make sounding like an ass to me and you <laughs> that there's going to be some kind of domicile at that farm. Yeah, you would think so. Yes, and that goes in nicely to my next one. She believed my story and told me that he had gone up to his house in the mountains to be closer to his pr- crops so he could protect them from the deer and less scrutiny scrupulous farmers who would steal his beans and corn. She told me that the, the Viejo went up into the mountains at the start of the winter and wouldn't come down until the harvest. So again, it's repeating yeah. itself again after it already repeated <laughs> itself again. It, every mm-hmm. time it brings up mountains, it seems to keep doubling down on mountains. Every time. <laughs> yeah. The, the way to shorten down that entire basically paragraph that I read just to say that he's up in the mountains uh, you shorten it down to she believed my story and told me that he had gone up to his house in the mountains and the viejo wouldn't come down until harvest. Yeah, that, that's the long Bam. short of it. He's up there and he's not coming down until harvest. Yeah. Yeah. For somebody who's apparently like knows that their time is running, that is running out. They're very like, they're like just adding extra like work for them Yeah. <laughs> to get this, to get this message out or get this story written before oh, yeah, they, true. they bite it. And mm-hmm. think about it in that aspect. Could be because he's flustered, though. Yeah, it could also be that. Yeah, but if we say that, then any grammar-related thing is like, oh well. I know. He's actually I know. flustered, so yeah. Actually, mm-hmm. we don't need to become actual Lee here. Yeah. Okay. Then this next one. So he arrives at the cabin, calling out for the old man. I stood in the doorway, and it was there that I knew that my gut instinct had been right. Words "oi veo" uh, died on my lips as I looked over the ravaged room. Mm-hmm. So the way that this flowed, and because it's quoted, yeah. it made me think that he was saying something else. But he's literally just saying, "Hey, old man," yeah. which is what he was saying before. So why quote it again? Like, why specifically um, quote it if it was already alluded to that he was saying, "Hey, old man," before? I think because like when he said, hey, old man, before he was like away from the shack. And then as he gets in, it's like, hey, old man. And then just looked around the 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 mess. I get that. Yeah. What I don't get is why. Why bother quoting it here after he's already been saying it? Like the the way that I would write it personally, not that I'm a writer, so I have an idea what the hell I'm doing. But I would just say my words died on my lips as I looked over the writer's room. Because the words were already him just calling out to the old man. It being specifically quoted doesn't do anything. Fair, yeah. No, I, I get you. And like, I, you're, you're honestly like, I, I could, I could again take it or leave your your version versus this one. Because I think the way it's trying to go is like he, like when he got to the house, 
when he was like outside of the house away from the door he called out and didn't find anything then he got closer to the door and as he opened the door he went to say that and again and that's when it died on his lips because he started seeing all the debris and stuff so i, I know that but I, I mountains could, yeah you're, you're being mountains right now you're repeating some no! <laughs> god damn it all right <laughs> like, sorry, i yeah. get why like it's dying on the lips that's not what i'm confused about or bringing up it's the fact that it's said just blanketly before that he called it to the old man and now it's specifically quoting the exact words he's saying even though it's the same words it would make more sense okay. if before it was saying like <laughs> i called out to the old man and then in quotes oy vejo, oy vejo. i'm probably saying it wrong whatever and then when he gets there to the cabin and he looks in the room have it so like you're saying it but like um have it lip seed out to show that he's like struggling to say it with all the weird shit that's going on that would make yeah sense okay yeah no I, I yeah fair enough i get you now okay and that is the end of my grammar in yellow okay then i suppose we'll move on to actual thoughts I suppose we will so i'm gonna start with um the pictures the images mm-hmm. at the bottom of the, of the story first off i'm glad the images are at the bottom of the page even though they really don't do too much to like spoil anything they don't spoil anything uh, at all. in fact the only the thing that does spoil it is oddly enough the uh the narrated video links that are at the top of the story because <laughs> one of them straight shows like well one of them shows a storm but then one of them has like a, a title card that look literally has like a bigfoot like monster on it <laughs> Dude, the old man could just be swole that's fair yeah he's up there oh buying viejo <laughs> yeah oh my viejo mm. <laughs> Um, but also like I, I do like the image I do like the photos that we get, although I'm kind of confused why they why there's like I, I get like it's cool like there are three separate photos of a village in Nicaragua during a torrential rainstorm and it's showing like the like torrential rain and what is that? So it says uh Yaviena la Luvia. It's what like oh that? I don't it's like oh here comes the rain or something. I it looked at okay the and then it's like oh here comes the rain is the first image and then it's just with a period at the at the end then the next one is oh here comes the rain in uh with an exclamation point and then the last one is more rain and it's like oh here comes the rain exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point <laughs> the rain <laughs> which is i get is what it's saying yeah and it the story does end with like and today it looks like the heaviest rain yet so this man has taken pictures to add to his uh, his his letter that he's writing uh i suppose <laughs> um yeah i mean they're they're kind of unnecessary but at the same time like they are again i i'm very wishy washy's back <laughs> yeah cuz like i cuz i don't mind it but like i don't think they're necessary at the same time I don't think they do anything for the story personally. Yeah. Like, I, I think it's interesting because I, actually I just looked up Imperial Invective and yeah, we've done, uh, he, he's the one behind um, uh, the Fleshgate story that me and Mikey did a while back. Okay. Um, I don't think you were in that one gamer. Um, I don't know, but he's also done some other, oh, and he also did if it, uh, it bleeds, it, uh, it, the, um, the, the buddy horror one that we did, it breathes, it bleeds, it breeds was the other story that we we've, we've read and done, uh, of Imperial Invective and, um, actually looking at his, like, uh, his, uh, little like author page, uh, he, it does look like he is actually like, he's done some work, uh, down in like Nicaragua. Yeah. So it like this the story is actually it sounds uh, at least from from what I'm gathering is maybe it's like he he was actually had some experience while he was down there 
maybe again, obviously not fighting monsters, although maybe, <laughs> but, um, but at least like it's sort of like that right way, you know? So like while he was down there, he got some inspiration to write these stories. These might be his actual pictures from being down there. I think, I think that's what they are. Honestly, yeah. is it's very likely that those are like, that's he's probably, he probably saw the rain, like how much a deluge of like rain that comes down during some of these, uh, like the rainy season, and then he, uh, it, it looks like this is under, uh, in, in his story categories, it looks like it's under Nicaraguan myths and stories. So there's like a couple of stories he's written based on like Nicaraguan myths and, and legends. So this creature is actually, is probably like a creature of myth down there. Um, and so he just decided, and he decided to make a horror, uh, like a creepypasta based off of like both his experience being down there and also based on a, uh, a story that he heard down there. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, I don't, like they're cool. They're cool photos. And it does kind of help. Like when you get to the end, it, like it does kind of like help you visualize like what the location looks like. But it's also not net really necessary for the story itself. Also, like you, you can take it or leave it. Isn't where the monster is ever. Because it's no, the but it's in the woods. No, true. But like that, I think that that picture there is like maybe that's like outside the guy's apartment in Esteli. Yeah. So, and because it's at the end of the story and it, after like, after it says like, Oh, and it's, it's starting to rain. Like it's heaviest now. Like that could infer that like, he's taken some photos out of, of his, like outside his window or outside his door mm-hmm. at the street as it's like raining, like cats and dogs. So, but uh, yeah, I just thought I'd bring up the, the photos and stuff like that. Um, mainly because I actually realized I didn't have anything on them until I, we started like going through this again. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, I'll move on to the next thing. Uh, the dream culminated a few days ago when he came across a chancho slash pig in his nightly foray. So I like so this is this happens a couple of times in the story where the author adds in the the Spanish word for or the local the local word for something and then gives us a slash followed by a trans the English translation of what that is. And I, I really kind of like that because like we get it like bra, uh, bruja slash witch uh, a couple of, like is one of them. And then there's some other ones. Uh, and it's like a little bit of like education to the locale with my spooks. <laughs> um, some location now, education. Exactly. Yeah. Location education. Yeah. One of them may have been in brackets. Yeah, I think so. The bracketed one that's like it's when it's describing um where's the freaking word it's describing what it means but not the word oh I, it's at the very yeah uh, the he lived yeah one. uh yeah he lived uh, it, uh he lived a few miles outside of the city in a rural community hence the slightly derogatory title uh of oh, that one. uh camp campesino right uh, a that. term similar to hillbilly mm-hmm. yeah yeah but that's also because, uh, and then oh, because it's a sorry. longer thing that's why it's bracketed yeah. out instead of just a slash yeah uh, and then, like the next sentence after that is like his daughter literally had to drag him to into the clinic by the hand because of his pina slash guilt of seeking help. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, I, I I like how it's used in the story. Like again, we're getting some location education about like the local terminology and the local slang and stuff. Now there are some times in the story that words are used that we don't get um, uh, a trans a direct translation to, like viejo. Yep or um uh or gringo and some of that however if you've watched any freaking exactly. uh, <laughs> any westerns any spaghetti westerns which you hello good gringo yeah <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, you're you are able like through through either like cult like pop culture or of like watching like things that are set in like the southwest of America, like with and or in Latino locations and stuff. Uh or if you know have even you have like even like I I have no education in Spanish, but I was able to kind of suss out some of the words like campo and stuff like that. Um or even just doing a quick Google search or Google check. Um However, it is kind of weird that like half this half the half the words in the story do get a an a translation in the story and then like the rest of them are just kind of like it just sort of like oh he just starts named he just starts using like terms from the area maybe he assumes uh-huh. that there are words that are more widely known and we're just yeah. dumb <laughs> well again uh, like gring, like gringo 100% because yeah that's just a non like it's basically a foreigner like uh, like a non a non spanish or non latino person yes but it's i think a, that's the only a, one yeah. that technically doesn't really need a uh a translation because of how widely it's used through hollywood everything else though yeah uh viejo i think also because like it does kind of like he he references the old man and then says the viejo so you can kind of like yes yeah it, it's sort of it's it, viejo is just another term for old man yeah oh uh since we're talking about it mm-hmm. my issue is with this is that they should have been consistent uh, even if uh, like they assume people know what a gringo is or a viejo or whatever. Yeah. The, the reason being that when I came across an English word that I hadn't heard before I thought it was <laughs> Spanish. <laughs> I think I know which one you're talking about too. Is it it, it, hang on, just for the is it uh, is it from this quote? Uh, whatever was had or no, whatever it was had killed the pig in a single blow with a heavy hirsute fist. Yes, yes, okay, that is the quote. As well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, that that's literally my next comment <laughs> so, is because I learned a new word today too because I definitely had to Google that one. I was like, what the hell is hirsute? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and that's the thing because you have Spanish mixed in like i first thought oh it's another spanish word i have to look up yeah but then i find out it's english and i'm like what the heck <laughs> that's not technically that's not on the story or spanish that's on english being a frankenstein's monster of a language that just pulls from different name things yeah so yeah. like there are like english is just like this weird like shagoth of a language yeah. so but the the thing is, if for every Spanish word he had the yeah. slash the English version, yeah, then at a glance I would know. Okay, that's not Spanish. Yeah, yeah. But regardless, when you first uh, googled it, did you not just type in her suit first, or did you go to a type it into a translator first? Uh, I think I tried to translate, but I had to. Do a uh, well because it was <laughs> it wasn't Spanish, so yeah. it didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I had to do the Google search. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I already oh, had the Spanish yeah. to English translator open. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, I just quickly took to, uh, looked up Campo because I was like, I thought I knew what it was, but it's actually slightly different than what I, I suspected it was. So in South America, especially Brazil, uh, a campo is a grass plain with occasional stunted trees. So I spent months visiting a rural community in the campo. So 
But that one, I think, like maybe you should have gotten like a like a uh, an in brackets dis- uh, definition. Yeah, similar to the. I'm um, agreeing with what Mikey's saying that all the Spanish yeah. should have a an English translation next to it, regardless of whether or not you think people understand. At least it the not. first time. Yeah, at least the first time you see it in the story. Not, not doing like viejo dash old man like every yeah. time. I think it should like be the first time you, we hear viejo. It should say old man. Yes, of course. Yeah, because yeah. then it's still fresh in your mind. Like, oh, well, that's what that is, and you're still yeah. reading, so you'll you can determine what it is. Yeah. If if you can't, then you go back and be like, all oh, right, that's what that meant. Yeah, and and this <laughs> is especially since the author has decided to do this for other story for other words in the story. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like you might as well keep doing it for the rest of the story. You do all of them, or you do none of them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Wait, gamer, isn't this so? Wait, do you follow the pattern as well? You know, like Zane, uh, uh, like Wattsworth Zane from uh from Brood Hollow, always. where he uh. <laughs> It's always it's either the doors are either open or they're fully closed. They're never in between. It's also how the internet works. The internet works in That's binary. Yeah. Either everyone loves it or everyone hates it. Yeah. You, Mr. Wishy-washy, you, are... you don't belong here. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'll uh adios amigos. Yeah. Need a translation for that? Uh-huh. <laughs> fuck you. That's what the translation is. <laughs> well, fuck you then. So Oh wait, this is my t- wait. Yeah, this is yeah. my actual thoughts. <laughs> also, you didn't say what her suit fist actually means. It means well, I, I was gonna. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna get to that. Yeah. So, so her suit. Yeah. So, uh, it's like a heavy. Uh, yeah. So he punches the the pig's head with like a head with a heavy her suit fist. So her suit is an adjective. Uh, it has two meanings. One, hairy. Two, covered with coarse, stiff hairs. So hairy. Yes. <laughs> the way that I read it is it said um said adjective but also comical. So I think it means it's like comically hairy. Like Maybe a yeah. A whole lot of hair, not just a little bit of hair, it's very very hairy. Yeah. And as as we find out, the creature is like this like it's covered in matted hair. Yes. So, yeah. Uh and then my my next thing here um I could tell he was disappointed that I didn't believe him, but I had thought who could, be- but, but I had thought who could believe a story like that. You have to be insane to take dreams for reality. Right now, I can tell you, or right now, I can tell that you don't believe me. I'm not angry. Seriously, I'm not. I hope that by the end, you will understand that what I am telling you is true. I hope to God that I will not share the fate of the old man, but I now think otherwise. So here's a question I have for you. I'm not, I wasn't sure if this should go under grammar acquisition or a final thought. Mm-hmm. Should the meta commentary that the story that the writer is, is adding into his, his recounting have been separated on its own? Like, it, like uh, like to kind of like separate it from the actual like story that he's telling like because we get this part where it's like um i couldn't tell like uh, or uh, i uh i couldn't tell if he was like i could tell that he was disappointed blah 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 and then it like uh you have to be insane to take dreams for reality and then it that's where the actual like recounting of the of his of his day sta- his story stops and it switches over to a, a commentary that he is telling the reader but reading it it kind of just goes right into the net into that it doesn't like have any kind of separation whatsoever and i feel like it should have been like 
like and like space down and then maybe even like a, a horizontal line to kind of like break it up if he was writing a paperback novel that he's going to be putting out to a publisher yeah but yeah. he's not i know i know technically but, uh, it's the most in lore formatting he could have done with this is just a giant block of text no formatting rough use of punctuation spelling errors throughout the entire thing that would be the most accurate yeah and honestly like i'm with you on that too because like again i'm wishy-washy today i i have become (laughs) wishy-washy uh which is funny because the story is called downpour it has to do with like water and stuff like that so Uh um but i don't hate I don't hate the, how it's done because like you said, gamer, it does help to enrich the immersion of the story because he wouldn't be like thinking about like how to for- properly format his sentences as he's waiting to die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's just like, as a, as a writer, like as somebody who like, likes who, who reads these kind of stories, it's like, I could have, I could have used that to be lugged down to space. Yeah. That being said, <laughs> it's, like, I die. I, it's like, it's like, I waited to die. Stop. Fuck off. <laughs> it's like, well, actually, I mean, you know, your, your grammar's all off here. <laughs> like that's important right now. Oh God, he's here. <laughs> ah! Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll say this. If the entire thing, was written in a manner that's like okay this dude is furiously writing this down he does not give a shit he being the in in character character of nair in lore Mm -hmm. character of nair if that's the case fine but the rest of the story is formatted correctly like it was an actual novel kind of deal so this yeah that is the one outlier so the nail that sticks out gets hammered down you know it should be like the rest yeah for sure so wait, are you saying you, you agree with me, but you don't agree with me? No, I'm saying I agree it should be technically separated from everything else because the rest of the story is... It's the only one But you just one. said earlier that, like, you you just countered me earlier, and now you're saying, but, like, now I actually do agree with you. It's like, uh, what? <laughs> okay. I'm, yes. I, I get what you're Yeah. I'm just laughing at the situation here. I'm trying to get a word in. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. Um, well, it's because, like, as we're talking about it, like, technically, yes, he is freaking out and trying to write down information, but the rest of the story doesn't give that feeling. The only yeah. one spot is right there where it's jarring to understand which side of the lore of the story that's being told on. So if the entire yeah. story was like that with him constantly interjecting, then it's fine. But it's the only one, so it shouldn't be there. So it True. should be tabbed down on a new paragraph. Even if it's a short paragraph, just talking to him about him talking out of story about it, and then tab back into it or something. Yeah, because it's kind of got this like formal formatting of like he's writing this memoir or this uh this kind of letter to whoever will read it when he passes again similar to dagon to hp lovecraft's dagon where like the guy is like writing in his room and then by the end of the story he can hear the the, the bashing at his door um and he prepares to leap out the window yes <laughs> so yeah uh, but for the most of the rest of the story like the rest of the the writing that he did it was rather like formal as he recounted the um the events that have led up to his demise mm-hmm. yeah 
if that's the case, and uh, as he's writing this down, taking his time, he's starting to get glimpses of it, mention it. And then mm-hmm. when he mentions yep. that, he's like, oh, shit, I saw it outside. And then all of a sudden, there's more typos, there's less punctuation, and he doesn't care about going to the next paragraph because he's in a rush to get this information down before it kills him. Now, I did notice, like, while I was reading the story, I did notice that there were fewer punctuation errors and grammar issues at the start of the story than there were at the begin at the end of the story. Of like, I noticed like most that. of my... Yeah, and and most of that is chalked up to just like the writer. Like I I do it all the time too as a writer, like or as uh, like somebody who writes stories is like I end up kind of like sp- I I I see the finish line and I just try to like push ahead without like any with with abandon. <laughs> so also because the start of the story is all set up and it's all chill, but when you get to the quote unquote mm-hmm. action of the story, whether or not there is action or not, but the the action section of the story where shit's going down, everything's going quicker. So everything's going quicker in your head as well as the writer yeah. trying to write it down so there's more chance of you slipping up. Yeah. Yeah, and and again, it, it works it, it could work in the favor of what we're saying where like the immersion level like he he started off like rather like formal and like watching what he was writing and then like as he kept going he started like getting more anxiety or more anxious to get his story finished. Yes. And so you could kind of use that as a cover for like the actual writer getting anxious and wanting to finish the story like up mm-hmm. and like not worrying too much about editorial stuff until like later. That'd be a fun <laughs> and thing then, to do yeah. as well. Like if you're actually mm-hmm. wanting to do that as the character, because this character is typing this, uh, typing this out somewhere. I'm assuming he's typing it. He might be writing it by hand, but if he's typing, I, it, I feel like it's typing. Yeah. If he's typing it. When you type in like, Oh God, I see it all at that point forward, start literally typing faster and don't hit backspace. You know, let all the natural just um, typos that you do trying to type in a faster manner actually come through in the story. Yeah, I mean, assholes like us will 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 criticize it. Oh hell no! If I saw that happen, I would come to that same conclusion. He's freaking out now. Okay, uh, I'll I'll note that for next time. If if we ever find one like that, yeah, fine. <laughs> Review cultists will remember this. <laughs> I'm always, I'm always one that enjoys immersion, and that yes. is a very that's high high points for immersion. Fair, yeah. All right, moving on to the the next thing I have. Um, I called the nur- uh, I called in the nurse to ask when the call was made. She informed me that it was only a few days ago. I played the message for her, and she blanched. She realized the urgency of the message. Yeah, that nurse should definitely be reprimanded or fired <laughs> for that. Also, like when you read that again, saying she blanched. Blanche is also the name yeah. of someone. So I thought it was like a different type of like Karen sort of thing. Like <laughs> instead of being Dave, a Karen, or... she's being a Blanche. Like that's a Blanche thing. Yeah. <laughs> gamer, gamer. I think this is a case of Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo. Yeah, probably. But please continue. <laughs> okay. But yeah, no, that's that's all I had to say about the. It was just like my my one comment is like, yeah, I think this nurse should definitely be reprimanded for uh, not not putting some urgency on a call. Yeah, yeah. As soon as I read that, what I wrote down for my note is, what do you mean that it's a few days old? Who are these people? The cable company? I'll get back to you yeah, at their but earliest a... convenience, also known as a few days. And then yeah, he, and then yeah. he'll come. The doctor will come by your house and check on you between the hours of six a.m. and six p.m. 
Like, yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like either no one in this hospital cares because no one bring the, brings this up that this is a problem, by the way, that she waited three days. It's normal. Um, yeah. Or the nurse needs to be fired for letting a message to a clinic sit for three days. Yeah. Now, it does kind of state earlier in the story that um, uh, uh, some of these, a lot of these doctors would push like things that they didn't care for on this new guy. Uh, on there so like maybe it is sort of like a, a situation of like they're just they've uh like it's just that one of those kind of hospitals or one of those kind of clinics where they're just like whatever like they, there's some some uh some dirtiness to it yeah but also nair's job is to deal with the ones that they don't care about so if a call comes in and they hear it and it's like ah, oh, i don't want to deal with this guy send it to nair then you would send it to nair immediately there's at the end of the day there's still fair, a hospital yeah or a clinic or whatever they are, they're still trying to help people. It's not like they don't care unless they actually don't care. Which, yeah, we we don't know. (laughs) Yeah. It seems like, yeah, Strip says at one point, um, there's no doctor-patient confidentiality or anything like that in here. Yeah. Yeah, like gossip gossip always happens. Like gossip reigns supreme. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so there is some, this clinic is definitely not like, uh, a super like high end hospital. It's more just like kind of a, uh, like a, a base, like kind of just like a, there's some dirt in the clinic yeah. going on. It's not clean. <laughs> so on to the next thing I have uh, a peal of lightning confirmed my worst fear. I caught only a glimpse of it, but a glimpse was all I needed to let out a scream. It was tall. It had to have been eight feet tall. Its arms sank down to its knees and it was completely covered in matted hair. Its teeth were bare in something that looked to be between a grimace of pain and a knife-sliced smile of a sadistic man. The brief flash of light died, but that image will be burned into my memory until the day of my death. Coincidentally, I may not have to wait long until then. And so, like, once I got this this description of the monster, I was like, cool, South American psychic Bigfoot. (laughs) Like, I just that's that's immediately what came to mind is just like like a, a man beast, uh, like the Sasquatch or the skunk ape or what have you. And there was a pig earlier, so is it a man beast pig? No, gamer. Are you sure? Yes. Are you cereal? No. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Uh, also, it brought it's brought up here, and there's little hints like here and there in the story. But I'm guessing that uh, so at, this is what I, like what I was writing when I was like reading this part of the story. It's like I'm guessing that Nair is now having dreams that this monster is stalking them as well. And by the end of the story, I can conf- uh, I confirm that. Yeah, it, it's all but confirmed. So mm-hmm. um, it, it's a little. It's one of those like things where like the story kind of um, uh, it, it, it's. I, I suppose this could be a negative for the story. It's like you kind of see it coming a mile away like Uh in the writing so um but regardless moving on to the next thing i have here um so this is so another stick snapped a few feet to the left of the last noise and i knew that it was moving so this is like when the creature is like stalking behind the shack and he can hear the snapping the sticks hang on a minute i i gotta i gotta stop this story completely at the rails right now 
It is raining on a tin roofed house. That's uh, a downpour, too. Yeah. How is Nair hearing twigs snapping behind a wall outside? Uh, My experience. Closed too, even if there are windows, there probably aren't. No, it's probably like, yeah, it's probably like, like there's definitely probably some like gaps or something like that. Um, Like not enough for the creature to get in, but like there's definitely, it's not like insulated, I would imagine. It's a dirt floor shack. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, from my experience in a in a house that's that's sealed and like insulated and stuff like that, we ha- I have uh, a, a I've been in one of those in a house that has like a tin roof, and when it rains, there is no stopping the pitter patter of that sound, and it blocks out every other noise. That sound <laughs> so is also a talking point that Nair brought up earlier, so that is existent. Yep, and even if it is like that kind of a, a shack that doesn't have insulation. And yes, you would hear through it better with no insulation, regardless the loud sound of the roof and just the rain outside hitting the ground and everything would be louder than all that. Yeah. So I, I call shenanigans. Yeah. Like Nair, Nair should not, uh, uh, Nair, it, it should be written in here somewhere that Nair happens to have superhuman hearing. <laughs> <laughs> or just change it. Instead of a, twig snapping it circles around right he just, it's gone and then all of a sudden here's a bang at the back wall yeah like maybe he's starting to bash like, through yeah or even like the gro like he can hear the groaning of the wall like as it's like kind of leaning into the wall as it's moving or is it shoving by right because mm-hmm. who knows maybe the uh the the shack at the back of the shack is near the tree line so it's kind of like squeezing between trees and the shack's wall to kind of move through it but uh, it's not said in the yeah, So like, yeah, that, that that's definitely some, a plot hole there with the, the noise. Um, and then my next one here, um, something I really liked about the monster is this quote here. Uh, the creature gave a low inhuman grasp. <laughs> Sorry. When you said it like that, I imagined you were about to go into a quote that the monster said that you really enjoyed. God damn it. <laughs> Sorry, please continue. Yeah. The creature gave a low inhuman groan. <laughs> he did, kind of. <laughs> That's why I was laughing. Uh, and began to walk away. It couldn't figure out why, or I, I couldn't figure out why until I recalled the old man's words. He said that he only dreamt of the creature when it was raining. He only saw it in the first rain. The creature had some connection to the rain. Did it only hunt in the rain? So maybe my my speculation on this creature's abilities is that it can move super fast or even teleport through rain. And I'd love that to be true as someone who has literally given that ability to a supernatural monster in in tabletop games before. Have you? Yeah, um I don't think you were there for that uh but uh it was for our Grumblewitz 1920s games uh for, uh, over on uh, One Less Die, our sister podcast. <laughs> um, there's a creature that like travels through water and it starts raining and like the creature like is able to just like basically bamf through the rain. Nice. Um, a little off topic as well, um, since we're already on that road. <laughs> um, but I feel like this would be a good explanation for slashers seemingly teleporting trope. Like Jason Voorhees could move through rain, rain like even faster than nor- than a normal human being 
since he already has kind of that near drowned origin to him. Like he was, so he has like some kind of connection to water as a result of his origin of like nearly drowning because the camp counselors were fucking uh, and not watching him. <laughs> was it nearly or did he straight up drown? Well, okay. So in the first movie, spoilers for a movie from the, from 1979, <laughs> um, Jason Voorhees, uh, so it's it's said in the first movie that Jason was just the kid who drowned and his mother went nuts and seeked vengeance on anybody who's tried to start up uh, uh, Camp Crystal Lake. So like Mama Voorhees was the killer in the first movie. However, in the second movie, it is established that Jason did not die from drowning. He actually survived it and then just went feral and like and, and like survived out in the woods around the camp. And then also saw his mom get beheaded from at the end of the first movie. And so that's when he became the slasher. So he's not a supernatural horror creature? He is only a supernatural monster in like Friday the 13th part 5 or 4. Where uh, Jason, it's called Jason Lives. And it's when he gets, he literally gets Frankenstein monstered to, uh, back to life. When... Um, when a character from the previous movie goes goes to his grave to to make sure he's dead by like decapitate by by impaling him, he grabs a metal like fence post from the cemetery. It's storming out. He of course jabs it into the into into Jason's like chest to make sure he's rightfully dead. Lightning strikes it, <laughs> bringing Jason back to life as a revenant. <laughs> Nice. So yeah, in the deep lore of J of the of the Friday the 13th movies, Jason isn't the killer in the first movie. He's also not a zombie or a, or like a supernatural entity until like two or three more movies over. Wow. Yeah. So all of his like superhuman strength and like ability to shrug. Well, he's off still like yeah, he's still super strong and some of that in like the first couple of movies, first couple of uh, movies, but it's not till like he becomes an actual like Frankenstein's monster revenant that he starts getting those even more like ridiculous, like some of his his abilities to survive get even more like kind of supported. <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah. he, does he get stronger in that movie, or is it just he's the same power level, but this is why? I think he gets a little bit stronger. He also just like yeah, because he can he can take uh quite a lot. Yeah. By uh, by that point too, so I feel like before that he was just completely powered by his own rage. Yeah, of of watching his mom die. Yeah, and like just taking revenge on the on the campers. Yeah, like all the human limiters are removed. Which which is something that could happen. Like I mean, not I mean like it's it's extraordinary, but it's still something that could happen. Yeah, it's akin to someone on drugs, basically. Yeah, on PCP or like when a mother will can lift a uh, lift a, a car to to save a, to save their child like yep. it's that kind of like feat of strength mm -hmm. so i mean you could use your arms you don't have to use your feet but yes i will fucking murder <laughs> you like Jason Voorhees <laughs> anyway <laughs> my uh, my tangent off side yeah that's okay. I, I was like i really dig the the rain like like the this this connection the creature has to the rain cuz i like that in uh, i like that elemental connection mm -hmm. um and then the next thing here i think this is going to be my last one um so we're gonna start with this uh, and, and we we start it with this quote you want to know or you wanted to know why dark clouds make me tremble and the thought of rain makes me want to piss my pants 
It's because I know that the next rain, it will draw closer and closer to me. And today, it looks like the heaviest rain yet. So this is a pretty classic ending to a horror story. I can kind of dig it. But I do have two things that kind of irk me about that last little bit. Um, first one, the the piss my pants bit kind of <laughs> steals the <clears throat> thunder of the spookiness. <laughs> just just a tad. Like, you want to know why I piss my pants whenever <laughs> rain happens? It's like, that's not as cool as you think it is. Yeah. <laughs> that's not... <laughs> <laughs> he pisses his pants when it rains that so nobody realizes he's pissing his pants mm-hmm. like it's the equivalent of like somebody like somebody telling you a, a, like a, a cool like like uh, like it's it's the equivalent of like ryan reynolds from the amityville horror movie where he was actually playing a serious character and like a diabolical character suddenly breaking into deadpool ter- like speak where he's like you want to know why I wear the brown pants? Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it kind of, like, goes from there. Like, it, it's like, it kind of steals the thunder of the story, of, like, the spookiness and the seriousness. A little bit, yeah. Just just, just a little bit, yeah. So, it, like, that was the first thing. Secondly, I got to throw another plot point, another, like, plot hole into the story. You could just, you know, leave and head <laughs> to a desert. <laughs> Like, sure, it does still rain in deserts, but not that often. I straight up Hence looked desert. up the precipitation amounts for different yeah. areas of the world. <laughs> but also, yeah. like, yes, you're right, but how yeah. easy is it to just move to Egypt? Well, well, okay, yeah, yes, move to. <laughs> I, I was thinking, like, if, I assume this man. I assume the the like. Uh, I think much like the author. I assume like the uh, or I'm assuming this guy since he's like from. He's not from Nicaragua. He's probably from the states. So it's like, yeah, just just let the, let this creature try and travel to the states after you while you set up in like Phoenix, Arizona, which yeah. is like one of the driest fucking locations in in the states. Uh it's not the most ideal situation, of course. Like you're going to have to abandon your old life, but at least you're alive. <laughs> yeah, S- seems like you've just given up, which is kind of weird because you just had the chutzpah to bunker up inside of a shack to survive from this creature, and then plow oh. down the the mountain first chance you got to escape it. Is this guy from Durpland? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, actually. <laughs> like, I get it. Like, I, I, I get like that. This is some like a lot, a, a lot of the time in horror, like it's kind of an economic thing. It's like, well, I mean, like the reason why the person's living and staying in a in a haunted house is because they can't afford to like leave. They've invested all their money into this house that they've just bought, and it turned out it's, it's haunted or there's something with it. There is that kind of like economic horror of like you can't just leave the house because otherwise you're going to be homeless. Same thing with this situation, like. He might not see, he may not, he may not, or the, the narrator may not feel like they have a choice because if they, because they have been like kind of like brainwashed or like pushed into this situation of like economic situation, like, well, if I leave, I'll be homeless. And like, oh God, like, I don't want to be homeless at the same time. And they're not thinking about the fact that, yeah, but if you stay, you're dead. <laughs> yeah. So they've just given up because they're, they're they've, they've, they've rolled their sand check. Against helplessness. Should I stay or should I go? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They rolled their for 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 Red Markets fans listening. He rolled his self control check mm. 
and failed and critically failed and is just like, I guess I'll just die. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> if he stays, there will be trouble. But if, but he, if goes, he stays, there will be double, right? <laughs> yeah. Because it'll be the money and the fact that it's still chasing him. Yeah. Wait, is it if I stay, there will be trouble? And if I go, there will be double? I believe so. Yeah, that, then that is definitely adequate, like an adequate like song line for this. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. he's stuck between a rock and a a rock and a hairy place. Yeah. <laughs> did we? Did you say Harry? I did. <laughs> Get out of my head! <laughs> no. I live here. Oh no! Now, so wait. Am I going to start dreaming of gamer walking through the woods in the rain, slowly oh, approaching my house to kill me? me? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, like, like dreaming of like that i like i'm like through your eyes like coming to my house to kill me in the rain you might witness that if that was a thing i ever did which i don't i never go to your house that's actually nearby and i could walk over there and i know exactly where your window is it's that little short window that like looks over your bed it's a really good vantage point to watch you while you sleep sorry you want to continue with your notes please uh, I think I'm done. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Mikey, the East Ends for Evil. Uh, your your actual thoughts as I start, you know, grabbing some wood and pl- some wooden planks to board up my windows. <laughs> what are you doing that for? <laughs> no reason. Oh, okay. Well, uh, to just continue the thought that you were having, um, you don't. could just go to a place. <laughs> not, not the most recent thought. <laughs> No, the, yeah, most the most recent thought, no, no, but the yeah. story. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Oh, I see. Yes, uh, let's go that. Let's yeah. That. Uh, so, uh, he could just go to a place where rain doesn't exist. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the one place that has not been corrupted by rain. <laughs> Spice! Spice! That's true. Yeah, it's very true, yeah. Just uh, just um, bribe NASA to t- to send you up to the uh, the International Space Center, mm-hmm. or the the International Space Station. They need questionably uh, capable like clinic workers up there, right? Yeah, no, they need they probably need some medical some medical staff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, the other spot um, I thought of would be um, the the Arctic. Because it doesn't rain, it snows. Yeah, but then, then the creature just becomes a white version of the of the of the monster. Like, through the snow, a yeti, you know. Yeah, exactly. It stops being a yeah. It's, it just becomes. It just changes, much like like some Arctic animals that change their cut, like uh, like change their uh, their fur color from like dark like dark colors to like a white color. It just it, as soon as he gets into like the northern region, he just starts like cha- his his hair starts changing to white, as he just becomes like a, a yeti. <laughs> like yeah, like if said he's there, just gamer. tied to precipitation in general. Yeah, because what is snow if not just very cold rain? <laughs> yes. <laughs> if he is a precipitation aber- aberration or whatever. Yeah, I, that's actually pretty cool. I like a uh, precipitation aberration. Mm-hmm. Another option would be underground. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. If that counts. It depends if he Maybe. works on like latitude, longitude, or if it's proximity to the actual raindrops, like the person yeah. that he's targeted. True. Mm-hmm. So basically, if he uses Google 
like Google Maps to find him, then it doesn't matter. Well, it, it definitely seems like the creature has like a psychic link to him because like it, it leaps up into the top of the trees overseeing its domain and then just like be like just like just uh beelines its vision to Esteli, like where he is. <laughs> I, and starts heading towards and then drops down and starts heading in that direction. It's like, oh, he's he's got like a link of some kind yeah. to to Nair. So I do wonder how long he can, quote unquote, survive not in the rain, because old man, he got to his house, broke in inside the house where it's not raining, grabbed him and left. But if you yeah. lived deep enough underground, like even if he got to the entrance of the cave, if it's a 10 minute like run to get underground to wherever the hell you are. And I like how you went like with, with a cave. I I was thinking more like a bunker. (laughs) Well, no, because if you break through the door of the bunker, you're in it. Bam. You're right. Um, It's hang on a second. Hey, hang on, hang on. I, I'm pretty sure a bunker door would be more heavily fortified than a fucking shack door of rotten wood. It is. Yes. But, and I'm not saying, okay, it still may yeah. be able to break through it regardless in time. Yeah. And if it ever does break through it, you're right there. So, so it's really better than got... a shack, but if it literally can't survive without being rained on in like every two minutes or something like that, then as long as you are two two minutes sprint away from it, it can't get to you. That's true. So really, like the my desert suggestion actually does is a lot more appealing. He just has to have a bunker out in the desert and just watch the forecast. Because first off, you're never gonna you're very you're very rarely gonna have rain. And when you do have rain, you'll have this other contingency. Oh god, now that I think about it too. If <laughs> he only shows up in the rain and then the rain How's... goes away, is he like literally running underneath the clouds? Like he's following the clouds? <laughs> he's literally following the rain as it is like transpiring and then he has to huddle out somewhere to hide away so that he doesn't like until the next rain goes by and then he has to start heading that direction again <laughs> that's what i was saying it was like good luck trying to travel to the states to ke- uh to catch this guy who's out now in in phoenix arizona <laughs> like because he has to get from like nicaragua all the way up north to like to like arizona like if, if you wanted to, if you were going that route yeah. it's like good luck fucker <laughs> You're gonna you're gonna be here a while. You're gonna be there a while. I'm just trying to think. Which of would like give the Nair of how this guy works, though. <laughs> yeah, I know it's it's well. He's a super. He's he's clearly some kind of supernatural entity. So he could also he could also logic, just be though. Uh, the logic of sometimes can only get you when it's raining in the rain. Yeah, there. Yeah, he he. De- yeah, he definitely has a um. Uh, what is it called? It's like not a bane. I I think. The the game Knights Black Agents actually does it for has it has it for vampires where they have like a they have something that they have to they have to follow they have like a a nature or some of some or like a habit they have to follow. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember it I, uh, as I'm pulling up the. Uh, Either way, he the only. Uh, it seems like he can only get to you in the rain, and when the rain leaves, he also leaves. Yeah, he has a compulsion. That's what it is. Yeah, where it has to be, he has to be in. Uh, he can only attack during rain during uh, heavy rains. And if that means he just has to run back to his cave, then what's the difference of him being in a cave or him being in your house? Yeah, well, that's exactly it. Like he doesn't. Yeah, like as long as it's raining on, uh, like on your vicinity, he has a stronger. Like he he has a stronger presence. I think 
Man, we got really also because I said heavy rain, like like uh, like get stuck in heavy rain. All I can think of is that Nair's name is now Jason, and then the creature's like Jason, 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 Jason. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I yeah. I'm we're getting critically silly. We're we're hitting critical mass on silliness at this point. Speaking of critically silly, did you see that there was a mod for that stray game that replaced the cat's meow with Jason? <laughs> Are you fucking serious? I am dead serious. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's 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 move this back to the topic at hand. Okay. I so, guess. Yeah. So so Mikey, I th- I think it was your I think it was still your yes thing. Yes. I I we we went way out into the weeds there. Yeah. We went All right, right out into the campo. <laughs> All right. Uh did anyone else notice how large the creature's hands are? Yeah, but the size uh, of like a a, a a human head or like the size head. of a head, a pig's head. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it grabbed a tree, and I saw its hairy fingers wrap completely around the tree trunk. And he's eight. And it's he is eight foot tall, and his mm-hmm. oh no, and his leg and his arms stretch beyond his knees. Is is this guy DK mode? Yeah, he is. <laughs> Shit. But I I still think that's terrifying. Like I know you don't like I know you don't find that terrifying. I still think somebody who's in DK mode in reality is still fucking terrifying. Well, just like anything in reality that isn't supposed to be there, that alone makes it terrifying. Yeah. Because it's the uncanny valley or it's the um like those those it shouldn't be those proportions. Just, Our minds aren't used to seeing something in that proportion. Yeah, Sorry. but like anything, like if freaking Captain Selenum showed up and he's like, hey, look what I learned. This just goes, summons lightning. I'd be like, uh, that's not normal. I'm terrified Yeah, you, you, you're internally rolling a sand check or a stress check. Yeah, it doesn't matter how cool or weird it is. It's horrifying regardless because it's a not supposed to be here. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and... Yeah. Is that, is that, yeah. that, that's what that's what you were getting at, though, right, Mikey? Like we didn't just yep. like bulldoze over your <laughs> your your spot. Yep. Okay, so cool. You're basically <laughs> saying how huge the hands are, and the, are you saying that they're bigger than what's described? Because he said the fist is bigger than the pig's head. Well, we we don't know how big the pig was. We yeah, also don't know big how pig. big the tree is that he grabbed. That is yeah. also true. So... Though, if this creature do, if this creature can like beef up its fists to grab onto a whole tree or what have you like or maybe it's like costly in flux of like its proportions are always changing and shifting like, it grabbed like the, the rain and then its fingers kind of grow out around it yeah exactly yeah it's as fluid as the rain oh uh... So that's the end of my actual thought. Oh, okay. Gamer, you're up. That means it's my turn. Okay. There are my notes. There they are. <laughs> Very first line. <laughs> I, oh, Jesus. I am not I'm not drunk. drunk. You're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I, man, I am not drunk. I only had a few drinks to calm myself to steady my nerves so I could tell you the whole story. Okay, so he is drunk then and this whole story is being fabricated. No! Because <laughs> if someone bitch. is drunk and you say, dude, you're drunk, what's the first thing he says? I swear to God, drunk. I am not drunk. Or, sorry, I am swear, yeah. I swear to drunk, I am not God. 
is what they usually yeah. say in that case. But yeah, the whole thing's probably just not real. <laughs> God damn it. That's fine. I'll move on. Uh, this was kind of talked about, but I'll bring it up again. It's technically a grammar thing, but whatever. I thought the old Campesino was insane too when uh, he told me at first. And that Campesino means farmer or peasant, and it's basically like uh, hillbilly. hillbilly. Yeah. But yeah. it just says it straight like that. And then a paragraph later, when it brings it up, it gives it a full definition. The full mm. definition should go first. Um, I suppose. I mean, I'm not going to fight you on it, but I don't, I, I, I kind of disagree. We had an entire bit where we I talked know, about I know. how and, uh, the words should have a, an English definition after them. And, and when it does. They do, it just takes a little bit. And when they do, it should be first. Yeah. And then after that, you don't need to say it anymore because it's already been um, told to us what the English definition is. I, I know we had that conversation, and I again, I'm not going to fight you on this. She washy. Yeah, this is your, this is your, this is your opinion, but I do kind of disagree with. Like, I I do think it's fine the way it is, but Why? I will concede. Why? So. No, I'm not. I'm not fighting you. Like, <laughs> continue. Be Sorry. gone, wishy washy. Leave him. <laughs> the power of Cthulhu compels you. How dare you speak his name? I could speak his name if I want to. <laughs> I will move on though. Okay. Uh, So he, he being there goes to see the old man and the old man tells him what's going on. Wait, was this the first time? Regardless, I I think this is when he goes to him. Regardless, he's listening to the old man's story and the old man tells him things. Yeah. He says, I told him the only thing that I could think of that his dreams were just dreams. I didn't take him seriously. So this guy is being sent out here to look after this guy and find out what the hell's going on. And he proceeds to not. Like, what does he mean? He doesn't take him seriously. The man clearly hasn't been able to He's... sleep at this point. Let me finish. And yep. you told us that you quote unquote earned a name for yourself as handling the mental cases that the doctors seemed beneath their expertise. So because of that, he apparently has some chops in regards to dealing with uh, different people's mental, mental like cases and stuff like that. Yet he's doing nothing to help this man right now. That is true. Yeah. He is kind of dropping the ball. He should also be reprimanded. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Hence why when you said he's from Derpland, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he is definitely from Derpland. Because he, he basically sat down, listened to his story. And he's like, yeah, no, I'm going to go home. Yeah, it's basically what he did. Yeah, because like I, I get like I kind of get it. It's like yeah, he he went up there. He doesn't believe it, obviously, because who would believe that kind of story? So he tracks up to just being a uh, uh, a uh, just dreams, just being dreams. However, he also states that this guy should probably go seek some kind of help, like or like therapy and stuff of like that. Maybe he should have brought up some prescription like drugs that like aren't too bad not, for him to take to help that. his. He, I just yeah, like yeah. Okay. he has some. Um, dealings with people that have mental issues before. He's dealt with them before. He's, I'm assuming, helped people before, because if he didn't, he wouldn't have gotten this job, if he always drops the ball like this. So, not just like saying, like, oh, you need to go to a doctor, or you need these drugs here. 
he should be doing something to try to help there. And yes, believing someone or not has nothing to do with giving someone mental help. Yeah. If someone says that they're seeing something, you don't say, no, that's not real. Shut up and get out of my office. You say, tell me about it. Because you want to learn exactly. about it and see yeah. what the hell is going on. And he's not doing any of that. Yeah, he, he's not diagnosing the problem at all. No, when I was reading this and it got to the point when he's starting to tell his story, while I'm reading it in my head, I'm like, okay, well, this is what's probably going to happen because this guy should know what he's doing. So he's probably going to think of something like on that rainy night when he, he being the old man, felt someone was watching him. It was probably just an ordinary animal of some kind. And then on his walk back to town, his imagination took over and created a what if scenario of it being some huge monster. And then through his paranoia Mm -hmm. of that feeling, either subconscious or otherwise, that crept into his dreams. And as subtle as it might be in the real world, he might be suffering from some form of PTSD that's tied to the sound of rain. Hence why it only comes out when he hears rain when he's sleeping. Like that is a rational thing that someone that has more credibility than I do should be telling this guy. Yeah. But he just like, oh, they're just dreams and walks away. Yeah. Like (laughs) that's my whole point. That's the biggest nail in the coffin of this story is the fact that this guy that's here to help him doesn't help him. That's fair. Immediately no, puts that's... him in a horrible light. Yeah. No, that is actually a good point. Like, it, like why he should have like had some, he should have like, there should have been a, a scene, at least, at least a scene in the story where Nair is trying to like talk him down off of what's happening and like rationalize what he, what, what he's going through before leaving. Yeah. <laughs> like not just some, like it almost seems like at, at, at best, it's just summarized. Like, Oh, you're just, ha- he, I, I just told him that he, uh, his dreams are just that dreams. Like, that at best is a summary and at worst just like not giving us all the information of like what happened with the, your your conversation with him and like your therapy session essentially yeah cuz at guy. this point um the daughter would have been better off asking uh any family members or any friends of him to go talk to him because they would actually give a shit they would actually ask yeah. him like what's causing this or anything not just listen to him and then leave because he's on the clock <laughs> or because he's yeah. like obligated to, because of his job just to listen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That whole part really irked me. But I'll, I can yeah. I can, I can see it. Like, no, well, honestly, like now that you bring it up, like I can kind of see it. And it's like, not even like it would ruin the story's like horror angle. It's like, no, it would actually, it would still like the horror still works. It's just, this needed to be added. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because it's not like, this is the exact reason. This is what happened. There is no horror. It's all just fabricated. This is what, like, if you watch any horror movie and someone says that they're seeing shit, someone will give you a rational explanation of what happens, and then the weird shit still happens because it's yeah. And then and then it's like, yeah, exactly. It's like yeah, we get the we get the the that guy the rational the the rationale of like oh no, it's not it's nothing bad. It's you're all it's just in your head and stuff. Like we need to talk about this and try and figure it out. And then the monster comes bashing through the door. It's like, fuck you. It's not psychosis. It's me. Supernatural. Yeah. And he straight up like, kills the freaking therapist. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's a trope. Honestly, way, that's, but I, it's a trope I, for a reason because it's effective. Honestly, it's a trope that doesn't happen enough. I feel oh, okay. like 
especially in in horror movies like okay horror movies are supposed to be like exciting and like they're supposed to be a break from reality uh, and supposed to show the impossible in reality in on the screen i find a lot of the time when when you're dealing with things where like the character's trying to grip with their psychosis or something like that it always gets chucked up it's like oh it was all in their head by the end and they were actually in in an asylum or something like that and it's like i really can't it's it's so overdone that trope is so overdone that i want to have like the scene where like the door gets kicked open and the supernatural comes barreling in. Yeah, for sure. And it was actually something supernatural rather than a psychosis. You're also one for um, not seeing and just believing. Oh, no, no. I Like, okay, not seeing as in like not seeing all the details. Like, I want some stuff. And I do like, I do like it when a, sto- when a story in a movie like makes you question what, what happened. But as long as there's also some evidence to suggest that there is actually a supernatural thing element here, and it wasn't like it isn't just like confirmed to be a psychosis. Yeah, you're you're okay with the yeah. giant horrible monster showing up, but you're not okay with the giant horrible monster showing up and some guy that's knowledgeable on him opening up the baby book of how this monster was born. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. until those until like uh, okay even that. <laughs> Is like there it not to be wishy washy again. Oh, don't worry, you haven't been never. No, <laughs> but like I, I also just I also do like to know what the monster's all about. But in a movie, when like the characters shouldn't know anything about the monster, yes. that's what I when I like that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, because it keeps you more immersed yeah. in it because you as a viewer only know what the characters what know. The... Exactly. Hmm. Okay, we good. But please continue. Sorry. Yes. Okay. And then this is basically immediately after. Could he tell he was disappointed? Yeah. Could he tell he was disappointed that I couldn't believe in him? But I, I think I've missed the start of that quote. I could tell that the, I, I could tell yeah, that he was disappointed. I, yeah. I could tell that he was disappointed that I didn't believe in him or believe him. But I had thought, but I had thought, who could believe a story like that? You have to be insane to take dreams for reality. So first off, foreshadowing much. Um, yeah. Second off, he didn't say anything about thinking that he was seeing or thinking that what he was seeing was actually happening right now. Just that he was f- afraid to sleep because of what he would dream next. So where is this coming from? Yeah, it's sort of it's I think in this case, like it's the author kind of accidentally like tripping over their idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like if you want that to be established that he is seeing something that's happening right now, then prove it. Or or have the duty at least say it. Because this comes out of nowhere. Yeah. He's projecting. (laughs) Yeah. A little. Then uh, right after the the fiasco with the the, the nurse not giving him the, the message after a few days, I may have my notes out of order. It doesn't matter. Um, she realized the urgency of the message. I asked if she had received any more calls from him, but she had not. I broke one of the rules of the clinic and used my cell phone to call the number. Why? Uh, that's actually something that happens in work in work um, uh, workplaces is that they don't want you using your personal phone uh, or you shouldn't have even have your personal phone on you um, when you're uh, like when you're on when you're on shift. That's not what I'm talking like about. OK, sorry. Why <laughs> is he using his personal cell phone when he's listening to a message that's probably right beside the damn yeah. phone? 
<laughs> yeah. Like, why? Yeah, you know, I, I would have, you know what? Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, yeah. it's like you go to the answering machine. Also, plugged into the phone. I gotta call this guy. Pulls out his cell phone. Meanwhile, there's a phone on the freaking table. Also, I gotta ask why, like, does the old man have a phone and a phone line up front to his shack up in the mountains, or was he calling down in the community? It wasn't established. Yeah, but I like, like, based on the description of the shack, I don't think it's ever established that there's like working lights in it. It doesn't say that there um, isn't. It say that there isn't also. Yeah, and like there could be a power line that goes all the way up there. It's just like, yeah, it, it was like it, it doesn't establish that at all. It's like and and the way I was like seeing the shell the his his shack his shack and stuff is like I did not actually see that it had like any electricity for like personally. He also but, has his number, which would mean that he called him previously. Yeah. So maybe he had a cell phone. Yeah, like the old man like might have had a cell yeah, phone. That's possible, yeah. Which case, like, he could have found the cell phone, like, uh, in and around the, the, the shack, like, entrance, like, as the, where the guy got pulled out. Yep. Yep. That could have been added to the story to make it better. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I do agree. Yeah. Sorry for, for stepping on your toes there at the beginning. Like, uh, like, I do agree. It's like, yeah, the phone, the, why did he use the phone of the office, <laughs> like, of the hospital? It's right there. It's like he's right there. He's a rebel, man. <laughs> he can't operate by the their rules by the man's rules i'm gonna break the rules even though there's a phone right there <laughs> yeah i don't know it's weird he's from derbland yeah because it did say they're listening to the message so it's not like she wrote it down no yeah no it was an odd it was a it was a message machine yeah. of some kind but i will move on okay i managed to run into his daughter she recognized me from the clinic and asked why i was visiting i lied and said that it was procedure to check up on people that came in and I needed to speak to the Viejo. How do you, sp- how do you pronounce that? I keep saying it. Viejo. Viejo? Yeah. Okay. To the Viejo. And um, I'm going to say this again, but let me finish. Why? Yeah, no. <laughs> because... Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. Because, like, why lie? There is a possible serious problem with her father. <laughs> he may be going insane or is already dead because it's been three days and you don't bring it up hang on hang on he does not, they did not say it was three days they said a couple of days, said a That's, few days. that could still be two i could say two that could be two days two days is three plus is it yes, really it is couple yep. is two. Oh, okay interesting so three plus um, days <laughs> also like maybe he doesn't want to like scare the daughter okay but like <laughs> why would you not bring it up that he called in like, yeah especially when like cutting to later hang on well i'll get to that in a bit hang on I'll, either way i'm surprised that he didn't say something because that's what he's there for what is the purpose of lying that's what i'm trying to say especially when he doesn't exactly know where the hell he even lives yeah He's asking around. Yeah, and if anyone should be told, it should be the daughter, which is the only like next yeah. of kin he knows. Yeah, yeah, she definitely should have been pulled into this story to go up to the the shack with yeah, him. For sure, but, but anyways, nah, nah, he's gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, either way, uh, she says uh, she told me, or rather, he says 
She told me that the Viejo, did I say that right again? Viejo. Viejo. Okay. Yeah. She told me that the Viejo went up, I'm going to say old man. <laughs> she told me That's that fine. the old man went up to the mountains at the start of the winter and couldn't come down until harvest. At one o'clock, I decided to go up to the old man's shack and try to help him. What did you do? You have lunch? Did you go shopping? Did you go see a movie? You're in a rush to check on this poor man. I I, I assumed it was like he was he, he was uh he kept getting lost on his way up to the no, mountain like up the mountain. He left town. Oh yeah, this is when he's like leisurely invest like asking people around like, hey, do you know where this, this guy is? After is? that, it's like, oh no, but. The last oh, is after that? He so runs okay. into is the daughter, and the daughter says, "Up in the mountains." And then it says, "At one o'clock, I decided to go up." As in, in the future, at wait, one wait, wait, I decided yeah, to leave. O'clock, I, just, I decided now was a good time to leave. No, not now. At one o'clock. No, it's potentially no, no, yeah, no, I'm, right now. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I meant like at one o'clock. He's like, "All right, now that I finished my coffee, now is a good time to leave." Yeah, so that's that's what I meant. That's what it felt like. Yeah. Because it's one thing if it's like it was one o'clock and I decided I had to go up to like go see him or something, you know. But at one o'clock yeah. makes it seem seem like it's like time is passing. I I think I could. I'm just speculating, but I think at this point it should be like it should be rewritten somewhere, or it should be rewritten a bit because it sounds to me like the author wanted to be like. He's like naming us. It's one o'clock now. Like as he's like uh, as he's about to go up that hill. Like after talking to the daughter, or up up that mountain to, after after he talked to the daughter. So like at the the time now is currently one o'clock. He's and like to kind of give us like a, a time frame of like when, like how long it's going to take him to get up there, and then when it's going to be nightfall and stuff like that. But the time, isn't but the way it sounds matter in the story at all. No, but I think the author. That's what the author is doing in the story. Like because like. At, like then he gets up there and then there's a torrential rain and it's already been a couple of hours for him to get up to the mountain and then he has to wait out the rain for a couple more hours and then it starts getting dark so like there is a time frame there is a timeline in the story and i think that's where the one o'clock is coming from however the way it's written in the story is where you're kind of coming from and and i i get why you're coming from that and i think that needs to be that's why it needs to be fixed <laughs> yeah because it being said the specific times has no bearing on the story because there's no time sensitive thing here, especially since it's been three days since he's been killed. Um, yeah. Well, well, he doesn't know I that know, he could still be fine up there either yeah. way. But the yeah. biggest problem is the fact that it's not saying that like, after I spoke with her, it was three o'clock. It was getting on in the day. I had to get going right yeah. now. It said, no, I'm yeah. waiting until one to leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what it sounds yeah. like. And that's wrong. <laughs> Yeah. But I will move on. I did my okay. best to remember the path I had taken with his friend. But I oh I God. must have gotten turned around somewhere because I arrived a few hours later after three o'clock. Oh, sorry, around three o'clock. A few hours later around three o'clock. Boy, it sure is a shame that you didn't just bump into the guy's daughter who would be able to take you and there. Lead you up the... Especially if this is an emergency, yep. right? Goddamn derp landers. Yeah. <laughs> You see why when you said he's from Derpland, I'm like, yes. <laughs> Immediately. Yes. Yeah, like, yeah. No hesitation. Yeah. Just yes. Goddamn Derpland. Which, for those unaware, Derpland is a a uh, made-up uh, town. It's our headcanon for, like, people who are, like, where people come from when they're stupid yeah, in horror movies. In, in, in these stories. Mm-hmm. Isn't there an actual... Or when they're not acting less. 
I don't think so. I thought you looked it up and there actually was, and we had to preface that we're, oh. we're not referencing them directly. <laughs> <laughs> did we? Did I? I think so. I <laughs> seem to recall that. Uh, Derpland is the. A, it's like a meme kind of thing. Uh, Derpland is a nation in Europe bordered by France, Italy, and Spain. Uh, but I, I think it's like an internet thing. It's not actually like a a real thing. Um, Are you super sure? I, I'm not super sure. Uh, I also don't... I, let's, let, 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 me, let me Google map Derpland and see what we get. Oh, nothing. The dank Republic of Derpland. <laughs> That that's where I think I think that's where we originally hear heard from was like the dank yeah the dank republic was it the dank republic dank republic of Derpland is what's on the future of Europe's wiki, which is obviously yeah that's a joke yeah because the flag looks like an absolute joke yeah and exactly I, yeah, I'm not that's, saying I think that that's where make fun of them it has a silly crappily drawn smiley face on the flag yeah it's not a real place but yeah that's the. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's I think where we're like we where we found out that it was like an actual place or something that was but it was not an actual place, it's just this like this internet wiki site. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> moving on. There's a I'm on tangents a lot here, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the the tangibly is just given up. There's like fuck it. They're just gonna keep doing <laughs> send this. in the tactical nuke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nuke the site for more, but only way to be sure. <laughs> but anyways, I'll move on. Yes. Uh, hang on. Wait, wait. And I gotta look something up, because this may have messed with this a little bit. And no, that was me summarizing that. I can delete that. Okay. Oh. Uh... There surveys the shack, believing that there's that someone broke in, fought the old man, dragged him out. Old man trying to hang on the doorway gets ripped away and all that. Mm-hmm. And then he says, um, the "Ring continued as night fell. I killed time by toying with the machete. Call the cops. There is a yeah. missing man. You have a cell phone. A ransacked cabin. <laughs> Call it in." You established earlier that you have a phone. Yeah. Stop incriminating yourself by toying with evidence. Yeah, because he pulled this machete out of the wall. And I was yeah, to he's fucked, over like, it. oh my god. Such a derplander. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Shit. Because goddamn. Yeah. And then speaking of surveying the area. I found that the dirt had been clawed and displaced at spots. I followed the path as it started in the middle of the room and worked its way to the door. It was in the doorway that I found something that made me want to run screaming into the night. So, based on how this is said, when I originally read it, it made me feel like it was going in a werewolf situation. Like the old man changed near the middle of the room and was stumbling around to get out of the house. It said the path started in the middle of the room. Yeah. Like, what if... So, like, what as if he creature... was getting through the door, he oh. was holding on to it, and, like, his claws pushed his normal human nails out into the door. Oh, I just had a... Th- so, you might have the same thought here. What if the creature, like, in the dreams, is actually some kind of a spirit that possesses the, the, the people that, it's, uh, that, are, that are, it's, it's linked to? And when it finally reaches them, it possesses them and transforms them into a flesh form 
of the of the spirit. Yeah, so it didn't exist until it actually grabbed him. Yeah, not not physically, it didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the, all the flailing and the struggle is actually just the man transforming into this creature. Kind of like wishy-washy has possessed me. I mean, what? <laughs> wow, how topical. Yes, but yeah, and then now that's now now narrator like Nair doesn't and he Nair doesn't know what happened to the old man because like the old man just like he's it took three years it's three years it, it took three days for him to get <laughs> yeah basically it took three days for him to get up to the fucking shack and by that point the guy's gone hours. so like yeah oh no three days to get there and then another three hours to get there yes. like three days and three three days and three hours yeah so anyway so. Yeah, like he, the guy's not there. Like the creature that might have been the, but that might have been the old man. The um, is, is the creature that it was like stalking around the house, or stalking around the shack uh, while Nair was in there, and then basically the spirit creature like went away. The rain stopped. Maybe maybe when the rains stop, the the uh, the uh, the spirit like drains the body that it's possessing, and then like makes it useless, and then it becomes a spirit again, links to the next victim. Yep. And and waits for the next rain. Hell, maybe to, just turn back them. into the old man. Yeah, yeah, maybe the old man's fine. <laughs> He's just out in the <laughs> out in the wilderness, naked somewhere until the next rain. Yeah, yeah. Or or maybe 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 the creature just like um, bums rides from body to body. Yep. So like, it's not even a permanent thing. Like he's not like going to be possessed again. It's just like. Yeah, it's just the 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 farmer had had bad luck of of being the target of the of the uh, of the creature. He has a new target now. Yeah, all those are. Wow, I actually kind of like that. <laughs> I I legitimately love that idea way more than the Bigfoot idea. Yeah, like I know uh, this this is inspired by a myth by a by a legend in Nicaragua, but I fucking love that idea of like a spirit that stalks in the in the rain and uh, and forests of of Nicaragua, and turn people into man beasts. At a certain point, like, bef- and before that, they 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 start dreaming of the of the creature slowly like approaching them and stalking them. Mm-hmm. Like, I I fucking love that idea. That is such a cool idea for a horror story, and I wish that was the canon of the story. But it's not. <laughs> not not at least at least not a hundred percent. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I'll move on. Yes, I began to entertain the thought that I would be stuck up in the mountains until morning. I wouldn't have any problems sleeping in the hammock. Hammock of a man that was aggressively torn from his home, never to be seen of again, house ransacked. Wait. And he's fine with just sleeping in the hammock. Plot hole as well. The hammock was torn off the support beam, which is like, which is like, doesn't look structurally sound anymore. Oh, I'm not done. <laughs> okay. I just I just realized that I was like, wait, how is he in the hammock? The hammock was on the ground, like like ripped from the from its it mooring. Was like how the fuck until that- he yeah. got uh he got some nails, he got a hammer, he got a broom, started cleaning up a little bit, hooked up the hammock. Because <laughs> he had to have because later on it says he's sitting on the hammock. Yeah. But this Thus, obstructing evidence of the scene yep. of the crime. That as well. But um, the main reason I brought this up, though, is I wish this whole situation was made a lot more concerning because Nair doesn't seem to really care that he is needing to stay 
on site of an upcoming murder investigation. Like I would be standing in the yeah. doorway or on the porch if there was a porch, not just chilling yeah. like in the dude's hammock and like playing with his machete. The man was taken and possibly killed in this room, and you quote unquote yeah, I would don't have any using problem. my cell phone. <laughs> and a, a man was taken and possibly killed in this room, and you quote unquote don't have any problems sleeping in the hammock. I would have many problems sleeping in this dead man's yeah. hammock. <laughs> yeah, it's. Mm. <laughs> yeah there's a lot wrong with this uh this plot line yeah there is but i'll move on i was taken in by a concerned villager this is after the fact obviously when he leaves but yeah. no matter how hard he pressed the topic he couldn't get me to talk they say that they found a dent on the door bearing no mark of a human hand he wanted to hear about how the old man was doing but i knew to open up about that would break the floodgates open and drive me insane. So, this concerned villager lets him in, pressing Nair to yep. tell him what's wrong. Nair tells him nothing. Yet, he wanted to hear about how the old man was doing. How could he know about that if he didn't tell him anything at all? Unless he just happened to be one of the random people he questioned earlier before he ran into the daughter. Yeah, which it should have stated. It's like, I, I end up running into one of the people I talked to earlier. Yeah, or he, he brought up a random occurrence of being introduced to someone's family, like trying to get hooked up with them, bring them back. Yeah. So it's not just a one-off. Also, joke. also, I, I kind of, you probably are going to cover this about the, the hand, about the handprint. Oh, the, the handprint in the, in the door, or like in the, uh, in the, the, in the metal door or something. They say or that, that they found a dent in the door bearing no mark of a human hand. Yeah, and then it immediately goes after. It's like the guy wanted to know how the how the old man was doing. Yeah, it's just it's said and it's gone <laughs> like, and that's it. Yeah, it's like why is that there? Like where is like the doorway of the shack? Did somebody go up there to the shack to to, to investigate? Like did was the was it the door of the of the the person who found Nair? No, I think he's talking about the shack. Like his door. Is, then who? Like I, I yeah. yeah, no, I get you. I just like. But I was like, about to go into that, but who is why, the they in this okay. situation? Because it says they say they found a dent in the door. Who is they? These people exactly. that he just went to? That he just got? Yeah, exactly. From? There's no way they went up there. Yeah, and then like then if they if they saw that, why are they asking this guy like, oh, is the old man okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, how's the old it's man doing? It's not talking about <laughs> they as in these people. I think it's talking about the cops' investigation after the fact, aka this is him Maybe. talking about it, yeah. not in the timeline. Okay, so then it's, yeah, it's, it's in a weird it awkward position out by itself. Yeah, not in the flow of the uh, the current timeline sentences. Yeah, for sure. And uh, a little bit later on, it says the old man was right. It was stalking him in his dreams, and now it's stalking me. Oh my god! <laughs> Moving on. God. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Had Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. And then the last thing we basically talked about is it looks like it's going to rain again. What am I going to do? Move to Egypt. Apparently they only get 18 millimeters of rain per year. That's the, that's the nice. fact that I looked up for that. Nice. Yes. And I went for the American one. Phoenix, Arizona, from what I know, is like the like one of the driest locations. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's still a ways away, but at yeah. least you don't have to go across the pond. At least, And at least, you know, you're not going to die. <laughs> Like, 
just people yeah, live in Egypt. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, like, oh, I mean, like, yeah. yeah, like leave leave this location where you're going to die for certain, or leave and go somewhere to like where you're going to have to like deal with like an economic struggle. But at least you're still alive. Yeah. Even if he just goes up to Mexico, Mexico gets half the rain that Nicaragua gets. Less than half. Nice. So just yeah. keep going north until you that find you... a place that's more suitable. Yeah, exactly. But no. Yeah. We could have had like a road trip of him being chased by this creature. Yeah. God, it just if we're, if we're gonna keep the idea of like it like possessing other like possessing people to be to manifest, it's like it just keeps like possessing people and like going after him because it wants yeah, him. He's the one that's getting like, away. He's the yeah, yeah, he's the one that got away. Oh my god, this is slowly becoming a buddy horror. <laughs> I don't know if it's a buddy horror. He's gonna murder him. Sort of a Moby no, he Dick just wants situation, to possess him. It? He just wants. He just wants to. He just wants to give him a ride. He just wants to go go for a ride with uh-huh. him. <laughs> like literally, go that's for true, a ride yeah. in him. In him. Ooh. Oh my. Ooh. But that's the end of my notes. Okay. Well, I suppose we'll move on to final thoughts mm-hmm. then. So I liked <laughs> the plot. I liked the investigative setup. And I like the monster because it's cool and a bit a bit mysterious, and it leads to a lot of conversation like we've mm-hmm. just been having. But the by the end from like at the start the reason why i was going to partially recommend the story was because by the end it sort of falls flat on its face with this conversation <laughs> that we've had i'm actually downgrading it to a not recommendation that's fair because this yeah like it 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 this story is a, like i said earlier this story is a classic horror movie like or like a classic horror story kind of vibes Unfortunately, it's also like that with all of the kind of dumb tropes that and and pitfalls that characters often like character archetypes often have in those stories where they're from Derpland and they don't do things that they should logically because do. Because there'd be no movie slash story otherwise. Yeah. So like the monster's cool. I like the location. Like I like the I like the work that was done to like set up the location of and like give us like the translated like location things and some of that. But by the end of the story, it kind of like just logically and like plot wise, there's a, there's a, there's too many plot holes. My car is just like, <laughs> like my, the bottom of my car is just like broken by the, by the plot, by the amount of plot holes on the road of the mm-hmm. story. So yeah, I am downgrading my partial recommendation to a negative record or to a non recommendation just because it does kind of need some work on like, the, cause like the stuff that we talked about, like the, the, like the, the, the problems could easily be fixed in a rewrite. Anything could be fixed with a rewrite. Like, yeah. Like even like, okay. It's like, okay. He, he pulls out his cell phone to call the cops. Cell phones dead has no, has no reception up in yeah. the mountains. And yeah. Done. I would be totally fine with that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like we need, yeah, you need that kind of like the details and stuff that we brought up. We fixed those problems in our conversations as well. So, yeah, I think I think honestly, like I can't recommend it as is right now. Maybe if it had a bit of a rewrite or some edits, I could maybe recommend it. But as it is right now, I'm going to actually have to go with a non-recommendation. So, uh, Mikey, these stands for evil. Uh, let's see here. So, I started with a partial recommendation. 
I think I'm still going to at least low partial. <laughs> okay, so you've downgraded to a low partial. Yeah. Um, the the monster was interesting, although we did find the. I think everyone found that we'll go to a spot where there's less raid. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why are you? Why are you giving up? You survived. Yeah, like that, uh, that's the for me was the biggest um, issue. Is like, oh, it's coming for me, but I could just go somewhere that doesn't have rain. Is it a possible fugue oh. state from his sand roll? It, it might have been that <laughs> a either again, like either he's cracked in his in his uh, he's cracked in trauma, uh, or perhaps stress, uh, depending on the humanity track you're using in the red markets uh, for your stress your stress check. Um, or, or he might even have crumbled at this point. It might've gone like two, through two tracks of humanity. Um, or yeah, he failed a sand roll from like Call of Cthulhu or Delta Green and he failed it hard. And so he's just in this like fugue state. It's like, what? Like by the, he, he re-rolled it when, uh, like he, he was rolling, he was failing sand checks the whole time he was going up there. He had the fight, he had the, the flight, uh, the flight response for most of them. And then when he got down to the, the safety away from the mountain, he rolled one last sand check because of the dreams he was having and realizing that he was going to be stalked again. And that's when he entered the fugue yep. state. And I, I, I like the, the theory that the monster was the uh, farmer. Mm. Yeah. The old man. Um, which leads me to the next thing. Like, what if that's how this monster procreates? Is that it infests your mind and then you become one and then someone goes looking for you and then and then another just... like a yeah like another one like like or it like it leaves that body which is now a monster and goes and finds its next its next target yeah and, I and see. what and yeah what if the um coming in contact with the monster or whatever gives you the reverse of hydrophobia oh where you you need to have rain like hydrophilia, yes. you have hydrophilia. Yeah, <laughs> even attraction to rain mm-hmm. <laughs> or attraction water. Yeah, I kind of like that. It, it. It adds on even extra to like the where, like to this like new take on a werewolf myth, or like a a mon- like a like that kind of like a lycanthropy kind of myth, where like it is, it's adding on the the contagion element as well. Mm-hmm. Like the creature, the the spirit is pos- possesses you, turns you into this monster, leaves your body, which is now a monster's body and like a monster's creature. To, to to go about your day and, and and to do your thing and like that's how it all spreads it moves on to the next one as a spirit and then does the same process over and over kind of cool <laughs> as if it um infected the mind of the old man turned him into the yeah. uh, uh the sasquatch thing ran out all that yeah and then nair shows up and he gets infected by the, the spirit when he sees it out there He's seeing basically the spirit, and the spirit chooses him as his target. But the spirit isn't actually yeah. there or manifested at all. And when he's it's, seeing it, he's yeah. just seeing it in his head. He's just seeing. Yeah, exactly. Like, like if someone else was there, they'd be like, "There's no one out there," even though there's clearly a freaking Sasquatch standing there. And when it comes in and smashes against the door, it's just the door smashes in. It's like paranormal activity or, situation where there's a huge hit of something, but there's nothing there behind it because it's just the spirit hitting it. It's basically just spooking him. Or 
Yeah. It's it's weakening his yeah. willpower so that he can possess him. So and like again, like a lot of times in hauntings and stuff, like spirits don't actually like damage the um the the doors and stuff. They just sla- they make slamming sounds. Like so hence why this suddenly this big bulky creature couldn't break down a rotten wood door. That's true, yeah. Like mm-hmm. so I, I like that. And then yeah, if the daughter was there, mm-hmm. we could get some kind of uh, some kind of hint or affirm- affirmation about like he's he's the only one that seems to be able to see it or like whenever she goes to look for it it's already gone to kind of like kind of keep it up in the air a little bit of like is it in his head or is it actually just being supernatural and like not and she's not being able to see it and then by the end it's like we it's it kind of we kind of get the revelation is like no it's 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 kind of it's chosen him as his next victim and stuff like that and that's all because of the uh the uh it was it was all it, it, it had gotten to his head already I really like this. Also, this has the potential to open up into a monster apocalypse. That's true. Because <laughs> it keeps spreading. Because if it keeps yeah, this spreading, this is very highly ranked on the uh, um, SCP. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah, or the, the SNTF, yeah, like our own like ranking. Yeah, Supernatural Task Force. And God, I. <sighs> What I also if... want to, sorry, sorry, I also want to bump mine back up to a, a partial now. We're talking about things that aren't because the, the potential. <laughs> I know, I know, but because of the potential of the story. But yeah, no, I'm still, re- I'm still not recommending. I'm sorry. I'll zip it. And what if the spirit only affects people from Derpland? <laughs> well, then it, it's a Wait. spirit for sure. <laughs> Cleansing the world of idiots. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, that would mean that like the old man and his like the old man was That's also fine. from Durpland. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> Who says he isn't? Yeah, I guess. He didn't say the ethnicity of him. Although he seemed even the ethnicity. Yeah, did, he in did Durpland. say he did kind of he did No, that's true. It did it did also kind of insinuate that like he was a local, mm-hmm. like a native. So like a native of the area. So but who knows? Maybe there are different. Maybe every continent has a derp land. <laughs> it's like every town has an Elm Street. Ha ha ha! Oh, that Elm uh, Nightmare on Elm Street TV show was so was weird. Good. Yep. Awesome. That that's my recommendation. All right. So on to gamer in yellow, attorney at law. <laughs> okay um well because like you've like it's like you've 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 turned the you've turned the court around a little bit <laughs> yes um but yeah for me my recommendation is still no it's another bigfoot yeah. story which in itself isn't necessarily a bad thing i suppose but i ran into a lot of problems that irked me along the way quite a bit as i'm sure you heard there is a doctor yep. who specializes <laughs> as in dealing with patients with mental problems, yet does nothing to help them. He has a phone, but refuses to use it to call the cops. Like, there's simple things that people should do, but don't. Like, the nurse were waiting three days to give Nair a message. It's just so the plot can happen, you know? I mean, it, that kind of incompetency, like, I, I will fight you on that. That The incompetency does happen. So that is kind of, that that's kind of realistic, in a way. That's like fine. That but, but she should be reprimanded yeah. for it seems yes, like it's and, just normal like he took it like oh three days ago yeah that's that's recent that's normal 
Yeah, like she she's like feeling worse off than he did. Like, I mean, mind you, like the way it's said, he he like brought her in. It's like, uh, this this happened by the way, and it's like, oh shit, like and like, but then that's the we're, that's the most we see about that. Like, we don't see her getting reprimanded, which granted we don't need to see her reprimanded. However, it's overshadowed by him using his phone, <laughs> yeah, to call the guy when there's a phone right fucking there. <laughs> Like, I don't need it to cut to her boss and having a, a yeah. five-paragraph discussion of her being ripped up and down about um, about waiting a few days on this. But, like, yeah. there, she'd be like, a few days? What the hell? Yeah. Why also, it's, a few it's days like, old? What's on this? Even like, it's like, I, I, left the, I left the clinic, and uh, as I overheard uh, uh, our head of staff uh, reprimanding my, uh, the nurse for her tardiness. <laughs> Sure, that too, but even just something quick like what I said with Nair saying, like, a few days old, where has this been? And then quiet, like one sentence long, just something that anyone would actually be saying. Yeah. Like, reading throughout this, I found myself saying out loud, why? Like, multiple (laughs) times as I'm reading this. Maybe it's just the way my brain works, but I, I don't know. It just, it really bugged me. No, I mean you. You've definitely poked a lot of holes into the story that are kind of valid po- plot holes that need to be addressed. Yeah, I like to think that yeah. they're not really a stretch or nothing because they're just kind of there. Yeah. But all this aside, story doesn't really do anything with what it does have. Unfortunately, like Bigfoot's out there, he takes people, and the element of the dreams, yeah. I still chalk up to paranoia, and it's not supernatural at all. I hate that though. Like, I, it has to be supernatural for me. Like, why? Because I like that shit. I, I'd rather it not be that kind of situation. I mean, I, I, I'm not like fighting you on it. I just like, I like, I'm gonna. My head is gonna be supernatural. That's not gonna be, um, a mundane like paranoia. That's fine. Yeah. And I too would like it to be supernatural, but unfortunately, there's nothing in the story that backs up the fact that it's supernatural because all of it could just be shit that they're seeing in their dreams and it's not connected to the real world because there is no proof. And simple proof could just be like, I had a dream that I was a Bigfoot man and I was just outside of town. And, um, uh, I saw my daughter walking down the street with some groceries and she slipped in and hurt her knee. And then that morning he sees her and she has a, a scratch on her knee. And he's like, you tripped yes. with your groceries. And you're like, how'd you know that? Like, something like yes. that. That would definitely amplify what is already in the story for yeah. that. Yeah. And with all that being said, the potential of the story is good if you actually dial up the dial or crank up the dial on the supernatural, because that's what it seems like you're trying to do with this. It's not supposed to just be a Bigfoot story. It's a supernatural Bigfoot story that teleports through the rain and control people and can like telepathically connect through your mind. But yeah, that part isn't focused on, even though it should be. To the point right, that yeah, like, I read through the instor- entire story, seeing it as mundane, mundane, yeah. quote unquote, because there's actually a Bigfoot out there. But the Bigfoot as just it's an animal that shows up and it likes attacking in the rain because it makes noise. It covers up its tracks. Noise does. But I don't know. And, yeah, honestly, that could be it as well. It's like that. But yeah, there's a mundane explanation for everything. And nothing Ugh. supernatural is actually um, shown. Also, I like how I have very big distaste for you when you're uh, when you're when you're making something mundane, and then when when Mikey does it, I'm like half the time I'm like okay with it. It's because you hate me. That's true. I do hate <laughs> you. Uh, yeah, that's fine. 
But yeah, that's that's my view on it. Not recommended in its current okay. state, but if it was dialed up on the supernatural, it could be really good because it would be a unique take on Bigfoot. Right now, it's just it's another normal take on Bigfoot, in my opinion. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's going to be then a a week point five uh, out of three. I suppose. Um, like a lot of potential. I want I want to preface this. a lot of potential. Just the execution falls flat. Yeah, and I know it sounds like oh, we're we're being we're better. It does sound like, like my better. idea is yeah. better than yours. If it was my idea, I'd rate it a ten out of ten. Like obviously, everyone's own idea is going to be better than what someone else's idea is because everyone has their own idea of what something is good for them is. Yeah, you know, just it's all opinions. That's unfortunate. That's unfortunately yes. the way this all is, and these are our opinions. Regardless, yeah, I, I'm sure I speak for everyone. Even if we don't like your story, be it this one or someone else's story, it doesn't mean that it shouldn't exist. And it's good that of it's course. out there because a lot of people don't actually get their words down at all because they don't have the balls to do it. Or if you don't exactly. want to use balls, you can use gumption if you want something more gender neutral. But <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've recently that, watched a couple of, of shows where people basically bring up that like why why are balls with uh, have to do with like being courageous like they're they're small and sensitive <laughs> you know fair yeah fair enough it's more of just a machoism kind of thing. yeah basically That's where it comes from. but yeah no I, again like yeah like we're not saying again our recommendations are just like that we would not recommend the story to somebody as like looking- minded to us. Yeah, that's like mine to us. Like if they were looking for a creepy story because we read the story and it's like it has some problems. And so the person will probably like think if, if they are similar to our mind of a line of thinking, they might think the same way. Mm-hmm. It's not that we we're like, no, the story should not exist. Why is it here? Blah, blah, blah. That's not what we're trying to get at at all. No, of course not. So uh, and I hope no one out there actually like takes that kind of meth- like what we're doing. And like we're just we're. We're a couple of friends that are that read creepy pastas. Three of us. We're a few. There are a few <laughs> friends. Fuck you, gamer. <laughs> we're 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 a few friends that read creepy stories from online and talk about them and then rate them how we would rate, like if we were to recommend them to other friends. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the point of the show. Um, but that has been this week's episode. So if you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted, whether it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. Uh, we're all on Twitter, so you can yell us there, uh, yell, yell at us there. <laughs> uh, Mikey is at the East Ends for Evil. The Gamer in Yellow is at The Gamer in Yellow, but without that W at the end, because it's very long. It's a bit at this point. Yep. Can't change it. Yep. And I'm at Review Cultist. You can also send us emails at aldente rigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas, SCPs, spooky things. You creep it, we'll peep it. Yeah! Uh, and if you'd like to help support our show financially, you can go to Patreon, look up Aldente Rigamortis, and select the back tier you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier with special episodes, early access, and extra content. For our patrons that are helping support the show, Thank you guys immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay. And as always, we very much appreciate that. Uh, and to our listeners and the authors of these stories, thank you immensely. Because your listenership, it would be like screaming into the void. And with without your authorship, without your stories that you have the, the gumption to post online and, and share with other people, 
we really wouldn't have much of a show because we'd have nothing to talk about. Like we talked for two fucking hours about the potential of this story. <laughs> yeah, we sure did. Yeah. So like, yeah. And I don't hate, like, I, I don't regret it. <laughs> like this is like, like, this is what I love to do. This is what I love about the show is that we get to like read read a story for good or bad or that, that we like it or not. And then we talk about why we liked it or why we didn't like it. Like that's the whole point of the show. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. D stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And this has been Al Dente Rigamortis. Sleep well.